1: Yeah. From the cozy confines of the Starburns Industries recording booth, Harmontown is now in session. Put your hands together for Steve Levy, everybody. Hey. And the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon.
2: All right. (coughs) Thank you for waiting. Can I get a little more of my favorite person in my headphones? Is that possible? I hear myself better.
1: You want more of me? <laughs> uh,
2: that was a, that was a, I, I tried to dance around it, but it's me. Um, thank you for waiting if you're a subscriber and you're watching. Um, Sorry.
1: I, if it came up
2: late, that was my fault. I got here late. Uh, and also, you know... Here's some apologies. We'll just start with the show with apologies because we're this is like our second really official week doing this out of here. We did one week where it was like church was running around with a camera this is our second week of like all right here we go. we're broadcasting from this booth so it's you know it's lit like a preschool um you know and we're gonna we're gonna try to make it a little prettier um it it it's we''re, we're we'll try to we'll try to come up with a system where we're starting right at eight so that you the subscribers can at least be gaining things from this transitional period like okay at least i know it's on time now that there's no audience um who knows if you like the audience more or hate the audience and are so happy that we're doing this but in any case like we we we're gonna we're gonna we're in progress like we're gonna keep on like evolving this
1: is the the castle going to be a thing again is that is that going to get back online yeah
2: yeah i we are currently as active as as human beings possibly could be in trying to legitimize that um space um it's a bunch of city hall stuff burbank is a a city where uh you know parrots are wild they have wild parrots in burbank Mm -hmm. it's a it's a crazy town you can still walk in off the street into a vacuum cleaner repair shop. Those are Burbank. my favorite. Uh, it's a it's an old world uh, uh, a community underneath a, a, a frozen chocolate shell of of antiquity and uh, provinciality. <laughs> and they saw nine hundred millennials on a sidewalk at you know late at night, and they freaked out. And but I'm not saying they they. Also, we were in violation of a thousand codes right. we didn't know we were in violation. And yet
1: Chili John's runs unhindered. <laughs> You, that, that place just just deals in diarrhea, and yet they are, they're they're allowed to function freely.
2: So there's a whole process, and maybe we can I don't know it people a little NPR of us, but maybe we can make it part of the. Uh Maybe we can do, like, remote pieces where we have Nolan, like, check in with us. Basically his full-time job because he used to eat what he killed in terms of booking the room. Uh, now now he's just a man without a country, so we're paying him uh, as much as we can to make his job to, like, get the venue legitimized. So he's, like, having to interact with... City Hall people and 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 he's got to go to meetings and things.
1: and We should be documenting that that. Is it possible for us to take like a little Zoom and go out there and and like podcast from City Hall while we're while we're trying to clear this crap up? A Zoom, and Microsoft Zoom, a Microsoft Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> now what's the little recording thing? A, zo- a Zoom. A I, don't, zoom. I, I
0: I just hadn't heard the word Zoom in a while. I don't There's know what one. they're called. <laughs> I like that we have churches
2: hanging
1: out in the booth with us. Yeah, I like it too. Hello, Church. Um, so yeah, Church is wearing her uh, what, what can only be described as Matrix trash bag outfit. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the
2: uh and, I, and as long as we're 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 shining a spotlight on some of the uh, like like Nolan's out there hitting the hard sweaty streets of Burbank, dodging wild parrots, trying to get our permits back, and uh, you know let's let's doff our cap to Chris Baruff who. You know, Ooh. we're 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 crammed into Burbank's largest Harmon-owned uh, vo booth when I when we were building the studio. The room that we're sitting in right now was uh, was full of like boxes of uh, social security numbers <laughs> and inspirational posters from a failed tax uh, company, oh. and there was a, literally a guy. In the, in the corner of the room with the last phone plugged into the wall, no desk, standing and basically saying, um, Yeah, I got to call you back into the phone next to a garbage bin full of everyone's taxes. I mean, if you were a <laughs> nefarious, if you were a dumpster diver, you could have walked out of this place with like, it would have been like an Equifax on a very low scale because probably a bunch of Burbank <laughs> business owners' uh, social security numbers. But, anyways, this place was a pile of garbage. We built, and I said, Let's build a booth. Uh, You know, the partners at Starburns were like, all right. And we started talking specs and I was like, guys, one of these days we're going to be podcasting out of this thing. Make it big. Still not big enough to podcast out of comfortably. I mean, not make it look cool and Chris is therefore my point is Chris, I think, I think Chris is it, a hero this right This is the
1: same size as Howard Stern's little
2: Well affair. I think I, I don't think that's true. I think you know how it is like in TV it's like whenever um uh you know and I'm sure you at home you know how this works when they build a set for your TV show uh they, they it's like it always looks way too big you know you always go like oh this cat- is a show about poor people why is their house so big and then the, then the DP always says trust me it's going to look like
1: Confined, I think that the Howard Stern room is probably twice the size. No, of it's it's the cameras make it look bigger because it, have you ever seen the Wheel of Fortune, the actual physical wheel? It's tiny. <laughs> it's it's like it's like five feet across. It looks twenty feet across. But if you if, like 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 everything on TV, the, the Jeopardy set is like as big as this room. But the, you, you put four cameras in there and you get some angles going and it looks giant. It's all bullshit. Well, yeah, I mean, you're kind of implying that Chris is doing a bad job, because it's like, if it looks cramped in here, then you're saying it's, I have, it's on him. I've not seen it on camera. We, we, we don't have the same kind of, we don't have Jeopardy cameras in here, we've got...
2: Also, our, uh, our I think, bottoming off our list of apologies, like last week, I think I think we were like, I was in a full-on blackout, not so much from drunkenness, but just from, like, uh, man-shame. Um, I, I didn't hear the show,
1: but you told me a little bit about it.
2: Uh, but but I, when, and I didn't watch it, and I'm afraid to listen to it. But I but I, w- what I do know is that apparently our faces were behind the microphones the entire time. Like I think that people by and large are like, hey, I like it. I'm I'm a person that listens to the podcast. I I I, I wasn't getting as much. Uh, maybe they're getting something indirectly out of the 200 people in the audience, but then there's other things to be gained from our ability to focus and things. I, I'm sure it's a mixed bag. I'm sure it's a mixed bag, Aunt Natalie. But you're subscribers, so we take you very seriously. Uh, did Did you solve uh, sexism and uh, and no sexual assault last week? And I didn't set out to. What I, what I don't I don't know what I said. I talked for two hours trying to convince people I was a good person. But my important the important thing that I wanted to talk about that week was. It's time for guys to be having these conversations with guys and with each other, with each other, and with themselves. And 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 it's and and maybe and and the guys and 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 then, and then having said that, I wanted to confine things to expressing my own self to to set an example. And I don't want to say, well, guys are like this and girls are like that. But I'm sure I said a bunch of that. But like what I what I wanted to do was say, like, okay, from now on, the rule is we speak for ourselves. Um, you know, and and so I wanted to just say like that's where i'm at. consciousness has been upheaved. um that's good. you have to aerate soil. you have to uh chisel the ice when you clean the freezer. tightly packed things that you don't have to think about. they are flawed things whether your revolution is racial Class based, gender based, whatever it is, however, one man, a million man, non binary march, any, whatever, whatever the movement is, I think it's all, as my therapist said, it can all be summed up as consciousness examining unconsciousness and saying, you need to be examined. You can't, you can't keep ruling from beneath. And as I'm sure I'm saying stuff that I already said last week, but as a writer, I celebrate the unconscious. I was always like the oh, I'm the grimy monster. I'm gonna teach you that the things that you don't think about are more important than the things that you do think about, and you're being dishonest with yourself. But narcissism is out. It's not fashionable anymore. Oh no! Yeah,
1: I was just getting good at
2: it. And like, because it's okay to be a big baby. It's okay, but you got it. But now I think the new rule is okay, but don't like. Don't just brag about it and be like, "Okay, I'm going to do nothing about this." Like, otherwise, I, I feel like a fossil.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we're dinosaurs. Like, like we're not even that old. But, but our way of thinking is just not going to do it anymore. Like, we we're not allowed to skate by on the the, the presumption that what we say goes, because it, that was never a cool presumption in the first right. place. But now. Uh, it's uh we we have to adjust we we must adjust to, to, We must we, we must we must adjust our bust. bust yeah the bigger the better the tighter the sweater hey, the boys I, depend can, on. Can, us? Can, can I do a little house planning and talk about an issue that I don't know the answer to okay uh, we're sitting here holding some beautiful glassware made by Jane Cook, one of our solid lifelong harmonians. and yes. yet I, I, I've it's been brought to my attention that she has now. Left the fold? That she she's boy, boycotting us, or or, or what, what's happening? I I I know what you know. I don't know anything. I I don't. Yeah, I don't. Was know. it because of last week? Because of your? I don't know. I don't know. I would find that hard to believe. I don't think so.
2: I think it's possible. She texted
1: me today and said that she was at the, the library bar in New York and wished I was there. And so that I mean, it's it's not like she's mad at me maybe she's just mad at you or harmontown or is it definitive is it is it safe to say she's mad i don't know i
2: don't i don't know if it is what what what, what do we know i i I tell you what i know i got a text from her saying that she was going to stop listening to the show stop kind of following it like but she didn't characterize it as uh as uh like sour grapes as a complaint but you know, we're used to processing or, or, the, the announcement that you're going to sever a connection with something as right. punitive. But right. I don't. Also, then the question would be: Well, then, what would you do if you wanted to be healthy? You know, a dis, uh, an honorable discharge. What would you? What would you do? I. You know, she's in a unique position because most people have the luxury
1: of uh, they can just stop listening to also, podcasts. We we asked <laughs> we, we asked her tonight to come from New York to be on the show. and She declined. <laughs> she didn't have the guts to show up. And defend herself
2: I think when you look at it from her perspective I'm gonna I'm gonna speak as objectively as possible without any speculation of her subjective uh, experience but I would say as somebody it's pretty easily observable that she was very entrenched with the listenership she was she was basically running a kind of unofficial slash official emotionally official uh, Facebook page Facebook group of, of of listeners and all these things like like when you're that when you're that when you're listening is that active yeah. Then you're, then you're, then there's something that for the rest of us can just be, eh, forget Game of Thrones. It has to be an announcement.
1: Yeah, I mean, but like I've always thought, it, it, it's kind of like a sign of uh, emotional <laughs> maturity and awesomeness when our when our our regular people stopped coming. Like NT doesn't go to the show anymore. Once in a while, maybe, but but a lot of people just go to the drawing room while we're doing this. That, that, that's their harm in town now, is being at the bar. Some people, yeah, they fill up their little cup. I, wh- wh- who was the Russian guy? What, what was Anatoly. his Anatoly. Yeah.
2: Anatoly used to come. He was, the, he, you know. I, it's like, and then, like, if you're immature, you go like, oh, so you just wanted attention, and now that you're not, like, a special audience member, now you're just going to bail. But it's like, there's a positive way of saying that, which is, oh, you were, like, a friend of the show, and, like, you experienced
1: well, the show on a higher level. And uh, but I also, would- like, like if if I went to five Grateful Dead concerts, I could go, I've, 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 I've seen enough Grateful Dead concerts. And if you were but if the
2: Grateful Dead brought you up on stage for 3 of the concerts and and, stopped and you it. therefore had a Twitter account where people were like asking you Grateful Dead questions, then when you decided not to go to a Grateful Dead concert, you might have to uh uh announce, "I'm moving on. I'm not going to be listening to the Grateful Dead anymore. I will not be at the next concert." And then someone
0: might go, is he mad? But <laughs> I, and the answer might be not really. From All talking right. uh to Nolan who I guess has been around the meltdown for so long, it seems like there were like classes, like groups of people who who came to Harmontown seeking out like-minded people and they, like, became really close friends, and they would go every week, and then eventually, like, graduated from right. the program. And then, like, every—I feel like it was, like, every year he said, like, there would be a new group of people that would come in and get the the first row of chairs, and then they would all become friends, and then they would move on. And, like, we—if you go back through the years,
1: you know, you definitely see, like— you know. Well, Kevin Day just, just sent me uh, some posts. There was the— Jane like gif of the Harmontown sticker being taken off the car. Right. And then Jane said enough of Harmontown nonsense. Time to find some new nonsense. Hashtag Harman frown. Hashtag moving on. Harmon Frown. Okay. Well, Har- so some frown. negative connotation. Harmon Frown. Yeah. All right.
2: Well, Jane, if you're listening, first of all, busted. Uh <laughs> uh but and second of all uh as we're learning from uh so many of our our sisters um step, you got to step forward speak up and uh say what happened to you so that it can be addressed we can't we can't if something bad happened um and you want us to talk about it and or, uh, then, then the first step is you got to yeah. you can't well, communi- you the, can't communicate with the, animated gifts.
1: The, the fact that she was texting me friendly like today makes me think that there's no no harm done or like right. n- no sever you know apples but um, also leaving Harmontown isn't a bad thing. Like, like you, there's no reason why you should always listen to the show. Think, I think saying Harmon Frown is a bad thing. Harmon Frown, yeah. You got to turn that harm and frown upside down. All right, because pee is yellow. Well, and poop is brown. Uh,
2: yeah. On the off chance that the offense was uh, lack of attention, um, we are now participating in an unhealthy syndrome. So let's move on.
0: All right. Uh, what else is going on? How's Spencer's new car? I wish he was here to talk about it, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts about it. Uh, Spencer got a
2: Honda CRV. <laughs> And it's yeah I don't I don't know, I don't really have anything to say about it I mean if Spencer was here Did it'd be he funny a, to talk didn't about didn't he but. already
1: have one or he'd afford something or rather right he had a what was that thing it was it, it was it as
2: iconic f- as the mystery machine it was, like a it was Ford just so Expedition. Spencer I don't even know this I don't know it was purple and it was and it was you know it it
1: it, it was infused with pot when, when you get <laughs> when you get your your because you've been talking Dan because sometimes you talk about how rich you are and then lately you've been saying that you're you're broke or Bro- that you're, that, pretty broke. But then you're gonna get this Rick and Morty fortune. And I'll be coming. rich. I will soon be rich. I might even look. I'll, I'll make a pitch, and I might even help you out on this one because I want this to be a thing. Can we get Spencer like like a Mystery Machine? Like, can we get him an airbrushed like Ford Econoline van with, with bubble windows and it? Vikings and dragons. Why are on the di- side?
2: Wh- wh- Why is there? Why are you campaigning to get the guy who just got a brand new car? <laughs> I'm saying we could step up his. We could step up that Spencer game a little bit. What about stepping up my game? He just Levy just got an Audi. <laughs> then now Spencer's got a CRV. Spencer drives me to work every day. I have no car. I got a bicycle. But you don't want a car. I don't. I don't need one. I do want one. you don't you do i need my next car to be a tesla which i cannot afford so i'm waiting why
1: don't we didn't you meet elon, uh elon musk or what's his name yeah but i wanted to be Can, different have and have him, him for a okay, tesla okay here's my new pitch since you since your buddy is with the scientific famous people have him make you a a hybrid van or an electronic like e van i mean somebody suggested
2: uh that i ask elon my friend first name basis uh to make me a dedicated hyperloop from my home to work that makes sense
1: what's a hyperloop
2: it's uh it's a it's a it's an imaginary uh l train for rich people
1: that you just go zip zip it's like, super yeah. fast just from like from it's th- one of his many dreams right his- cuz i always said like i the only reason, I, I, people want to live up in the hills, in the Hollywood hills, you know, but like, the, the, what if you forgot your wallet? You got to drive all the way back up there. It's a nightmare. But if you did live up there and you were like Drew Carey money or, you know, Sam Simon money, and you're up living at the top of Mulholland Drive, you get a zip line. To the three places that you like to go. You got one. We talk, didn't we talk about this
2: once? Like yeah, uh, yeah. A it was uh, or ski it, lifts. It, it was,
1: no, you you fucking have a system of ski lifts where you just get in a chair and go <laughs> to wherever your job is. Go back to like up <laughs> to your house, uh, little Dom's drawing room. <laughs> You have, you, have a, you have a like a, like a four ski lift system
2: Everybody, you get you get you get a number of zip lines that are proportional to your uh financial bandwidth contribution to society whatever metric right. you want to promote we, and then and so I'm a five zip liner so I get right. five like, it's like having uh fast travel if
1: i if i if i just had a a slow ski lift from the drawing room to back to my place that would be worth its weight in gold well kind of what you're would talking you die about, though
0: huh because you just be drinking all the time i do
1: it anyway I'm still here I, I but, but I, I I might die in a lift going back and forth. Also, there's like
2: liquor in our houses. We're grown men. Yeah, right. like we're not. I we're, don't it's really not have like I, intervention. I, I,
1: I almost never have actual liquor in my place. Once in a while, like if it's a gift, I like to go out to drink. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: yeah, yeah. I don't drink. I don't drink at home unless I'm with someone else.
0: Right. We we talked about the zip lines. It was years ago. It was our UCB show in New York when we were doing the Great Minds pilot. Oh, and you guys were on absinthe. <laughs>
1: And Spencer was... Back when Jane was our friend?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh... The zip, yeah,
1: yeah. I know we talked about the zip line thing. Was it, it was it was a podcast episode? Yeah. yeah. I, but I, I, I'm upgrading zip line to ski lift because I don't want to have to do, like hold on to shit. <laughs> why don't just, you just
2: get? Uh, why don't you just be like the old lady in Gremlins and take a take a the,
1: uh, <laughs> the fancy
2: stair the, the chairlift thing? <laughs> the the, the stairs. We'll just, we'll just make Los Angeles like the Winchester Mansion, and then <laughs> where where do those stairs go? They don't really go anywhere. That's just when Jeff needs to get to Glendale. <laughs> um, the, 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 but it's. Um, um, uh, but I just got a bike, which is kind of like a kind of yeah, like the healthy I, I, you version. You looked there. really good on that. Bike. Ever- I'll tell you what, man, from where we live if you take a if you get on the bike and yeah. go down to Sunset Junction, which is what we did and then, I had a
1: then you're fucked because you gotta go uphill. All I know, the way
2: home. but I'm saying like the zip zip line you'd be fucked too that's but, why ski lifts. But ski, one, ski lift one direction yeah. it was a, a to create, to create b- band. B- wonderful experience. I was like, <laughs> I can't believe What if you had one direction the band actually
1: just carry you like on a litter? Yeah, you just it's like Shrub now. <laughs> <laughs> just connecting dots. Uh, I think if, you, if you really I, had money and you could afford, at some point, everyone has their price. You could get One Direction to carry you, like, on their shoulders to places if you really, really had the dough. Uh, I don't know why you would do I, that. I worked with them once. Yeah? On iCarly. Oh, right? I, yeah, they only showed up
0: for shoot day, so I was a stand-in for, I believe it was Zane. And I had to learn their song, and it was before they got big, like, in the United States. Yeah. And so, like, during run-throughs, I'd have to sing that song in front of all the Nick execs. And, can, like, can you
1: give us a little piece of that?
0: I, I don't even remember. I don't know.
1: Come that? on. Uh, um, give me a little bit.
0: Church, what has that song go, That that's what makes you beautiful? It's like the, what's the hook? Nope. All right. It was like, you, uh, was that's what makes you song. beautiful. Yeah. I, I don't remember I'm the... I don't remember the words. I honestly don't. I try to forget. I don't even know what anyone's talking about because I'm just thinking about Elon Musk. His beautiful, tall,
2: worked-out, masculine, intelligent frame. What you guys was, look good in those pictures. What was the
1: circumstance that you guys met each other? I I, I, I leave town for four days, and you're hanging out with Elon Musk.
2: Yeah, I do, I don't. You know, I I it, he's got. He's got kids, and those kids are at that Rick and morty age um Griffin and or wait, no, wait, I don't know if
1: his kids I don't know Griffin he, well, you don't name your kid Griffin it's a fucking horrible monster. <laughs> Do you' not fuck with my friends children. <laughs> Wait, kids the are Griffin off the isn't that horrifying? Griffin is kind
0: of a beast. Well, g- I stopped myself halfway through. Beast. I don't know. I
2: don't know what the rule is with billionaires if their kids' names or. aren't public or something. That those na- that na- I, I I'm kidding. I to pretend I'm kidding. Strike his name from. I don't know. I, did I dox one of his kids or something? Is that actually his name or did you just like throw a name? Out no, there? it's not. Uh
1: (laughs) his daughter chimera his son gorgon i don't
2: know what the rules are with people's kids you know like adam savage had a i i I was hanging out with him and his kid at comic-con i took a picture of him. i tweeted it and then a lot of adam savage fans that know him better were like he doesn't his kid is not his kid is off limits he doesn't want people tweeting pictures and his and his kid is actually a myth so I put, it, so I put the, so I took the picture down, and Adam texted me and said, "Yeah, but he just turned eighteen. He's his own man you now. He'd love, he'd love for you to." Huh. And so so every, my point is, everybody's got their own rules, you know, right, like yeah. which, and and yeah. who are we to? Yeah, yeah, so I, so I, then I caught myself. I'm like, I don't know if if, if my friend Elon Musk, my new best friend,
0: <laughs> I can only speak for
2: myself. Why did I, you meet him? He's well, my new best friend. How I can't did you like, guys, name his kids. How did you guys?
0: Because so, of okay, world. here's a story, M- McMahon. Uh, he tweeted at the Rick and Morty account, I believe, Mc- uh, re- responding to something McMahon had written, and then they had like a fun oh. conversation about uh, simulations mm. back and oh, forth. Right. And then, ev- and then his assistant reached out to us mm-hmm. to set up. So a- now we're in contact with his
2: assistant, and I think you know, I didn't want to push, I didn't want to smother. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like, be a be a delicate, cool dude. Sit down, have some chicken with him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Talk talk to him about a couple things. Justin did the voice for the kids? Uh
1: Did you mean uh, is is a new toddler daughter Medusa? Come on. Ignoring. I'm I'm not going to let you threaten my new friendship. You <laughs> you two are going to get along. I'm jealous. I want, um, I, want, to, I, want to, I I met Adam Savage through you and I was very excited and he was walking around Comic-Con in New York with a, ne- a Neanderthal Neanderthal femur, which is mm-hmm. hard to say. He had a femur with him. Just a leg, and he was saying it was going to be part of his costume, and but, but he wasn't wearing the costume; he was just carrying it around like a beat stick. But he's famous for these like incredible costumes
2: that are so extreme that you can't tell it's Adam Savage. Sorry, really Do, doesn't me our curious. friend
1: Ryan Nagata make some of that shit for him, like the space outfits? And I stuff? didn't know that, but I'm not. I, I think know. he does. He made like a full on NASA space outfit. Uh, I, I think they call them space outfits. But <laughs>
2: I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a couple weeks, let it cool. You know, not to play these like red pill dating rules, but. You know, not seem desperate. Then we we reach out to the assistant. Would Elon like to come on Harmond Town? Oh, Just have a chat. Oh, okay. He seems like I don't know. I don't know how available he is. I, but, but and the, and the answer, if, if the answer is, oh no, he 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 does podcasts all the time. Then I'm like, all right, fine. Well, will he do ours too? But if the answer is doing he, never does him, he never does them, he never does them. Then the, then, the, then 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 I'm like, okay, cool. But maybe well, Maybe he'll do ours. Because I'm, that, because then I've then I've beaten Marin. and you know we I've do I've beaten Marin. Well, because 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 presidents are just schmucks they're just like four year parasites B- like billionaire <laughs> philanthropists affect this guy's a historical figure it's like yeah. having Howard Hughes on it's your like, show yeah it's like Einstein it's, it's like having Howard Hughes on your show and it's like having Howard Hughes on Howard
1: Hughes's show. Dan is pointing at himself with two thumbs right now. Yeah. <laughs> in, case, I, I, in case you didn't want to spend five dollars on this. What am I if not the Jane. Elon Musk
2: of stupid people? Yeah. You know, like I like it's like it would be a historical event for him to come on the show and have a chat. And from the brief little you know conversations I had with him, I just think it would be a really fun conversation because a couple things that I'm really stoked about. My new friend. He play. He likes all the same video games I do. Okay. Uh, he's like so into like the Bethesda stuff, Fallout and stuff. He, he even just talking to him about Fallout Four made me want to go play Fallout Four again. Um, and and uh, he he and also I really without without oversharing because I want him to know when it gets back to him. You know, being friends with Dan Harmon isn't gonna put you at risk of any over. Uh, 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 uh d- um what do you call it uh leaking uh, oversharing uh, what, uh, over right, you right, know, he's right, not right. going to chevy chase you you know don't worry it's he's a, 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 a very private guy you can have a very discreet friendship with your new friend Dan Harmon.
1: but how does he know that you're not going to chevy chase him that's what I'm, oh, no,
2: yeah. i saying. i was using the verb chevy chase to mean what i did to chevy which right. is like air, like, like 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 play his voicemail i got you I- elon can leave me a voicemail saying like i'm oh, so i don't really um <laughs> I'm having trouble with this uh, uh, mountain mountain uh, digging machine, and I just need your help. And uh, I know you play a lot of Minecraft, and I'll like call. I'll, I'm not going to tell the audience. Oh, guess what's going on? Like, because that'll ruin it. You know, he's a he. But but uh. So what was my point? Oh, without without over uh, sharing, I just want to say about my new best friend Elon <laughs> Musk that uh, I really liked. One thing about him, in particular, from an emotional, like, spiritual perspective, is like during the conversation, we briefly touched on an area of where he he was like he was he was explaining there was a there was a guy basically he didn't like there was a, there was a guy whose point of view he didn't right he thought was uh, as he called it very dangerous. And we were talking about the AI thing, and then he was talking about the guy, and I really liked the fact that he was like like simultaneously is it totally Zuc- adamant. Is it Zuckerberg no totally adamant about uh, uh, like how this guy is like so, so his thinking is so dangerous and he's but also like he never called the guy an idiot he didn't like dismiss him because the guy is dangerous like he you know it's like that cool kind of like he was like a general like observing like you know this guy has got a lot of popular uh, thoughts about this, the direction of this technology. And that guy is like, he's a dangerous thinker. Be- and and, there, and when he, when he kind of enumerated the things that were dangerous about this person, he, it was all rooted in honesty. It was like, he was like, this guy's good at this, 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 and that. And all of those things that I have in common, they're all, they're all about deception. They're all about manipulation. Like, and I really, you know, that's, that's why we're going to be like fucking capital B capital f capital f's it's because we we're we're like you know and 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 but but like it'll be like you me and big, dino
1: big, big fat fuckers what, what? I'm kidding you're going to get along jealous with him i'm je- i want to meet him
2: well you 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 go, like don't fuck it up you, then you're don't...
1: you're making you're making it sound like you're going to steal elon musk away from the world and you guys are going to go live on a little beach together no 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 you no. would if you want to.
0: I was reading this article. He just um, – so Teslas have the automated driving systems and apparently insurance companies hike up premiums on Teslas. So they created their own in, like insur- – they've done it internationally but are now starting to do it. They uh, paired up with Liberty Mutual, I think, to offer um, cheaper insurance because – Self-driving cars are, I guess, statistically safer than regular cars, so the insurance premium shouldn't be raised. They should be lowered. Mm-hmm. And as our society moves closer and closer to having all self-driving cars, it's gonna—the insurance companies are gonna take a massive hit uh, because. Good. Tr- Drivers will be much safer. They'll be all automated. Is is it Liberty?
1: Is it Liberty Insurance that that there's always some asshole sitting having a coffee in front of the the uh, the, the Statue of Liberty? Yeah, and they say some really dumb stuff. You just bought a car, and then you drove it into a tree. But guess what? (laughs) That wasn't the smartest thing you ever did. And now they want to. It's like fuck you. Like like I'm just trying to watch news. Insurance has to be one of the like
2: yeah, yeah. That's like the dorsal fin on the shark of of the of capitalism like it, it's, it's like it's like no that's not a good metaphor because the dorsal fin just warns you that it's there it's like it's the it's the ridge on the rhodesian Ridgeback. <laughs> it's the it's just the it's it's where it's where it's it's where it hits its worst isn't it it's like like, like it's you go from just regular capitalism which is arguably like like look it's going to happen anyway people are going to trade favors they're going to trade boots for chickens so when we really knuckled down and said look let's create poker chips we can like, but then you go from that to banking which is oh i'll watch your money while you're gone and can i give your money to other people but only theoretically and then when i hold it they hold it and then you hold it hold it and then i insure the holdings and then with other, like okay it starts to get really sketchy then it goes to corporations which are like okay well this isn't really a person this is just a company it's a group of people and it'll actually live longer than the people that started it and it also has a an interest in uh, politically and but but the real height of it all like the, the, the biggest evil of all is where it's indistinguishable from organized crime be, be, when, when people are coming to your home and saying, it would be a pity for something yeah. to happen to this fucking house, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be really bad. You love your kids, don't you? Sure would hate to see them die. Sure would, I should bet they'd hate to see you die. Hate to see you break your kneecaps. At, at Liberty Mutual, like, when you get your kneecaps broken, your kids don't have to uh, you know uh, starve to
1: death. Yeah, just give me, a, give me $200 a month and, and I'll make sure that the, the, the inevitable doesn't happen. People think I'm kidding when I tell this
2: anecdote. This is like a this is now a decades old thing. I I definitely know I've talked about this before on the podcast, but whatever. I got when I was living on in, uh, in, in my uh, apartment. I remember like I, I was like it was part of my. I was just like I was like 27 and I was like. I'm I'm out. I'm out of society. I can't do this anymore. I got a I got a I got an envelope from an insurance company in my mailbox and there was a photo of Christopher Reeves on it <laughs> who wasn't dead yet who had just s- sustained a horrible crippling injury um and uh uh and, and and it was a photo of him all fucked up. Not as Superman. All fucked up. And 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 there was a quote underneath it. Um, oh, that no. said, don't let what happened to me happen to you. Uh, make sure you're loved, make sure no. you're insured so that you love loved. I was like, what the fucking fuck? Sh- if this was a Polaroid, you'd be a mafioso. Like, 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 what? don't let, what, what
1: the fuck is going on? This is extortion. Yeah, no. Anyways. And then you... You look outside and there's a horse. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Well, I, it's just like it's insane. It's like it's like oh, and so you're listening, and then you're gonna you're gonna get on your little keyboard, and you're gonna go, oh, I got the donut crumbs on my face, and the tears are mixing with it, and it's making me extra briny. So I'm gonna take Dan Harmon to task with my slide rule and my because I just like arguing with things, and if I argue with the president, he d- doesn't listen. So I'm gonna argue with Dan Harmon. So you're gonna typey type type, and here's what you're gonna say. So you're gonna you're gonna use logic to say something about how, oh, that extreme thing that I said isn't technically true. Well, that's fantastic. You win. You're right. I didn't do any research. I didn't get a degree in this. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You proved me wrong,
1: but I said it. You're drinking out of a glass by somebody that doesn't even listen to our show anymore. That's right.
0: I'm an I'm what they call an edgelord on Twitter. <laughs> I, someone signed me up for like... Some I don't know they they've been coming after me I'm getting these letters in the mail like that I should reserve my my plot in the ground and or my um like like my ash canister or something. Like, just for, so take care of it now so that your loved ones don't have to. And is every it, month like a, I get these letters in the a picture the of, a, of a, <laughs> some service in, like, Studio City or something. There's a
2: picture of, a, like, a 29-year-old guy with two chicks next to him, and it's like, well, da- Dale uh, Dale has planned his
1: estate early. <laughs>
2: like, like, that's sexy. Like, that's like a... a, a uh,
1: yeah. yeah. Nothing um. turns on the ladies like, <laughs> like, like, no. like a reserved urn. It's no... <laughs> It's never too early. If he cares that much about his own death, he's thinking about me. He's he's taking the burden off of my shoulders. I'm going to give him the best hand job of his life,
2: yeah. and he's going to go down on me because he's thinking about the future. And
1: if he dies, guess what? Everyone's a winner. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Wait,
2: what did you say? again? Nothing turns on the ladies like a reserved urn. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, you have it out there. Just have it like one of the, it's the first thing you see when you come into my apartment. I love
2: the alliteration of uh, reserved urn because it's like it's also it sounds like yeah. like um, you it. it sounds wormy. Uh, reserved, yeah, urn. reserved urn, you know, it's like it's like it's nothing. It's the mm-hmm. opposite of like like okay. So hey, can you hand me hand me some of those sandbags? I'm trying to help these flood victims here. <laughs> uh, just a moment. I'm
1: I'm reserving an urn. <laughs> Ooh la la. <laughs> um, uh can I I don't, this is stupid but you were talking about capitalism what do you think in the in the boots versus chickens uh, uh economy <laughs> what 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 is what's worth more like is it how many boots per chicken or how many chickens per boot
2: oh i would say just going from and everything i know about nature i learned from minecraft i would say <laughs> boots would require a great deal of crafting right and uh a chicken is just it's just running around
1: okay yeah
2: Right. You could use a chicken to make a boot, but you're gonna need a bunch of chickens. Let's say
1: I've got a nice pair of some labor. Let's say no. Let's say let, let's say you've got a nice pair of boots that are my size, and I. How many chickens do you want for those nice pair of boots that you spent a good deal of labor on? Well, then we get into how many chickens do you have? Because oh, no, 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 I mean, also... it's it's a, it's a it's a it's a seller's market. I I, I need these boots. How many chickens are you gonna make me give you? But our uh, chickens, how in many, many eggs do your chickens lay? Huh? Regular amount. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> are they in? An, are they in abundance? What you, like you
1: gotta fucking. I mean,
2: look, what? I'm I, gonna what? Bend you over a barrel? Well, I welcome don't know. to welcome to ancient Greece. I, uh, they lay the most eggs. They, they, okay, I, well, good. Then that's gonna lower your chicken number. Aren't you happy right. about that? Okay. I'm,
1: I'm doing you a favor. Look, I gotta talk to my manager. All right. Let's see if we can finance these look, boots. Look, I gotta get these boots. I I, I got an appointment.
2: Listen, I talked to my manager, and it's like it's looking really good. Like your chicken rating is high because it's great. Because mm-hmm. if your chickens lay eggs, then an egg is essentially a chicken. You know. Oh, oh well,
1: an egg just got laid while you were having this conversation. Versaceous.
2: That's great. That's a great sign. Well, what right. are these boots made of? I want to put you in a pair of boots right now. <laughs> well, give how many chickens do you want? <laughs> well, it's just that these boots that you're looking at right here. Right. These are our VIP boots. Okay. Like, and so I don't. I,
1: I want the best boots you have. I just want to look. I just want to put look, you. I just want to see you walking out of here. I'm lousy with chickens. I, I, I don't have a chicken shortage. But the, g- here's the thing: these are valuable to me because I can apparently trade them for all sorts of services and goods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I I I want to see you in these boots, but here's the thing: you know they're going to depreciate in value okay. as she soon as your... you
0: walk off the lot,
1: right? And yeah. they're they made to your foot, and uh, I, I don't care about the resale value of these boots. I just need boots to last me through the year. Let me just put let me just put you in a pair of boots
2: okay. that's in your within your 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 bracket because you're uh, re, you're within you, my chicken you range. Don't, you don't have the chicken credit to like <laughs> have these other boots that you're uh, looking at. Okay,
1: uh, two chickens. These boots here. These I'll are, give you I'll give you two chickens for these boots.
2: Oh, uh, if you're gonna. Give us two chickens. I can
1: show you the two chicken boots. What, 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 I'm look again. I have an appointment. How many chickens do you want for these boots? Because the more I look at them, oh, I, I just tried one on. These are these are lovely.
2: Yeah, they should be. Those yes. are seventeen chicken boots.
1: Whoa. Okay. Well, that that's explains the comfort. I, I, take, <laughs> explains I, I take off that boot and yeah. I go. It's nice. Almost doing business with you, yeah. and I leave with my eighteen chickens. And well, that's not going to well, happen. Well, that's not going to happen. Good uh, work. I I I, uh, I I get on my uh, in this story. Do we have cell phone technology yet? Or, or, or yes. Okay. I get on my cell phone <laughs> and I say, uh, Siri, uh, wh- wh- where where can I get a nice pair of boots for eight chickens? And and, and serious. I'm playing Phil Collins in the air tonight. <laughs> oh shit! Damn, that never works. Okay, I come back in. Look, I am in a hurry. Uh, I'll give you ten chickens. I'll give you ten right Ten now. chickens.
2: Ten chickens. Eight... for these seventeen chicken boots.
1: Yeah. But I, 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 I walk out with them right now. I, I'm a size fourteen. These are size fourteen boots. The odds of someone else walking in here with size fourteen feet and has seventeen <sighs> chickens to give you? Sir, I think you got the wrong idea about the chicken cave. A uh, uh, boot cave. Uh, chicken. Ca- <laughs>
2: Like we're not we're not hagglers. We, I, I, what you do here is we provide a service. We try to put people that don't have boots into boots, and it costs a certain amount to create those boots. And we just we're okay. essentially like a co-op. All right.
1: So like, like, like you you, highball, you highballed me at seventeen, I lowballed you at ten. Like, like let's do business here.
2: I disagree. I mean, you're looking at it from that perspective. I'm just looking at it okay. from a guy that's right. like,
1: if you have ten chickens to spend, I can show you the ten chicken boots. There's another egg. Another egg just came out. I mean, I, these chickens are just they're egg factories. Can I? Can I? Do you know what eggs are? Future chickens, yeah, I know. Yes, they're not. that's why they were part of your credit yes, rating. Yes, that, yes,
2: I yes. want like fecund chickens. They're fe- they're fecund as fuck.
1: <laughs> fecund <laughs> AF chickens.
2: Um, I have I, have you considered before we go any further? Like, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you in a pair of ten chicken boots. I don't want
1: your ten chicken boots,
2: but. I want you to... You can't
1: walk me back from 17 chicken boots to 10 chicken
2: boots. So the 10 chicken boots aren't good enough for you, but that's the amount of chickens you want to give for 17 I th- chicken boots?
1: I, th- I, think, I think you're trying to rip me off. Well, here. that's insane. That's a projection that you came into this cave with. I'm like, saying, look, th- 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 this is a big city. I, there's, there's other bootmakers out here, and I, I, and some people like to do business. It's a
2: loose knit uh, 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 network of caves uh, uh, in, a, in a world where you, cell phones... If you think uh, the
1: next thing I'm going to say is, here, how about 14 chickens, you're out of your fucking mind! Uh, you started at seventeen. I went to ten. Now you make another offer.
2: Have you even experienced me going up or down on any of my offers? As far as you know, I'm monolithic in my uh, chicken v- boots. Well, like monoliths. Mo- I haven't
1: haggled with you, sir. I'm not a dishonest person. Well, a, a, a monolithic business model is not a, is not a viable one. It's uh, you have to be able to move. Maybe, maybe what you're interested in is
2: tiny boots for your chickens. They're over here in the women's <laughs> section. Oh, um, see, now you're being now. No, that's that you, not I don't that's... know what you got from that, sir. I'm just trying to help you. Really? We have a wonderful really? section over here for all the women. Um, so women women, women wear
1: tiny chicken boots, and that's no. And that's... They just like to dress the chickens. You okay. know, it's a more
2: affordable all hobby. Right. Um, it kills the time. I, now I don't want. Uh, as I, you know, women. I are... want these
1: boots less and less. When now that I know your politics. Oh,
2: sir! I my my only politics are a, a bootless foot and that women hating. It, no, sir. Just no. A diminished. Okay, love. okay. We love. How about
1: seventeen chickens? Who the fuck is this guy? This is Andre. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, I'm Andre. Hi, Andre. Hi. We're, we're, look, I'm trying to get these boots. Seventeen seems high. Seventeen seems like a lot of chickens. Then buy I'm... the ten chicken boots. I don't want the ten chicken boots. They look like shit. We shouldn't have even put them out. I, look, I wouldn't pay ten chicken ten chickens for those ten chicken boots. Those right? Are... You'd probably pay four chickens for ten chicken boots. I get your I get your gist, sir. Yeah. You're someone that thinks that you, they're entitled to more. Do you know what? Do you, do you have you ever raised a chicken? Do you know what it what it takes? Do you know the, the amount of uh, amount of care TLC? Hus- husbandry goes into proper chicken raising. No, Look sir. That's another egg. Another egg. <laughs> you're already down three chickens right now, by the way. If I walk out of here right now, you just have three more chickens. These are all fertilized eggs popping out of my chickens right now. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the longer we talk about this, the less chickens you're getting. Okay. I'm not giving you these fertilized eggs and 17 chickens. How about this? What about this? Ten chickens, three eggs. mm. Hmm. But you got to raise the eggs. You got you you have to incubate and take care of those young baby chicks. That's not a service you provide people that have eggs. People I, don't
2: come to you with eggs. Sir, and, I'm here for boots. Well, if I'm getting into the business of chicken
1: uh, egg owning, how about this? Okay, look. You give me an idea. What if you and I go into business together? It's kind of an anarcho-syndicalist idea. You you give me some boots occasionally. You get all the chickens you want. You get eggs when you need them. Together, we corner a society that is basically boot and chicken based. Yes. There's and, like. And, and, and we stop this idea that boots and chickens are worth no, more no, or less than. we enter the idea
2: that power is for
1: sale. See, now again. And we I, own it. Well, you're making it. I would. I, I, this seems more fun. so you, you drew me out into. A, I thought you were. Uh, no, I'm talking about. I'm talking about um, mutual like be, be benefits. Like oh. you know, like like you know. Backs- well, yeah, yeah, I, I like that too. Uh, you no, don't like
2: power? I'm, I,
1: I'm gonna go down to another boot store. Look, I,
2: if you know, if you have power, I, I, you I can li- use it to create communism. I, yeah, like, do you want I, power?
1: I, yeah, I, 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 I could do lots of things with power. I, I, I'm, well, how are you open? I'm gonna go check out a couple boot shops, and maybe I'll come Nine back. P. M. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Andre,
0: you're not helping. <laughs>
1: What else you got besides chickens, um, Andre? Yes. What are you What are you doing this afternoon? I'm working. Um, <laughs> ten chickens says you're my, you're my new assistant. What the? You're gonna give me ten chickens to be your assistant? Yeah. How about this? I'm gonna give you ten chickens just to have lunch with me and hear me out.
0: What What the fuck you could have had that's
1: you're you're that means I could buy the ten chickens. Motherfucker, I'm made of chickens. I I seventeen chickens. I'm just a businessman. You don't get this (laughs) many chickens given seventeen chickens for every boot manufacturer you walk by. I I I I like Andre. I like your style.
0: You got a deal. I'll have lunch with you for ten chickens. Okay. Andre, uh, after he's done
2: peacocking at this lunch and you come back because there's nothing substantial about the game he's running,
0: you don't have a job. Well that's okay cuz then I'm going to use job. the chickens to raise more chickens and then I'm going to buy those 17 chicken boots. Andre, what have I
2: always told you? Words don't cover your feet. Okay? He's 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 doing nothing. He's got a pile of chickens we don't even know they're his. Go 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 to lunch. Good luck. I'm I I swear to god man, when you come back, like you are not working at this chicken cave. I'm going
0: to have a chicken empire and then I'm going to buy cave, your entire store with my chicken empire
1: later at lunch listen andre um here's the thing okay it's not about chickens what's it about what it about it's about trust
2: there's like three cavemen playing um, cavemen. Uh, uh, Bach on a. I assume this isn't this is kind of like a caveman style? Kind of, but we have You, self, you, self said, I, you said I had cell Well, because I didn't want to okay. deny. Yeah. All right. yeah. But as okay. I say, like, like, there's, fa- there's like a quartet of cavemen okay. violinists. You know, like, because it's a fancy cave.
1: It's, it's a fancy cave. Cave. We're, we're Where cave. You took
2: them to lunch. It's cave. like Sparrows or. Okay. okay, yeah. Sparkies? that's Sar
1: Sardis. Sardis. We're at Sardis. We're. I I've, I've flown you to New York and we're off Broadway. We we we, 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 and yeah, we Yeah we we just saw Hello Dolly with Bette Midler and we're across the street and it's four k metaphysics. <laughs> Listen, Andre Yes. I'm not gonna be alive much longer. Oh oh geez. Yes, I uh I have I have a rare disease that uh the doctors don't think I really have much longer to live. But I have to leave these chickens to somebody. And I, I just have the sneaking feeling. Your business acumen... Hey, hey, guys... <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I give each chicken a chicken to fuck off for. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh god! Oh, it, oh. she just ate the chicken's oh. raw. More wrong. garlic She's stuffed what? olives? I mean Andre I've, I've got Olive? I, I've got I I'm up to here with chickens. I've I've got I've got, them, I've got all the chickens but but, but well, I, you can't take them with you.
0: I I can't
1: yeah, no, no, I'm saying I can't take my chickens with me. I got oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to leave a legacy. I got to leave a legacy is what it. I'm saying. Well, what disease do you have? It's, uh, it's, I have, um, Crohn's.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's, that's not funny. I, I would not laugh because Crohn's is funny. There's people listening that have Crohn's. I, well, that's not why I was laughing. It's terrible. I was laughing at the tone of his voice. I,
0: he, was, he was, he decided you, he had
2: Crohn's. I
1: think your boss is the kind of person that finds my Crohn's disease hilarious. <laughs> and he's a bad person.
0: <laughs> Crohn's is really rough. I, my best friend is Crohn's. Yeah. He's always in pain. It ain't no they fun. They cut like, feet out of his intestines.
2: Hi, how are you guys? Uh-huh. Hello, Amber. Hi, well, welcome to Spinners. Sardis. Sardis. Um, would you like to hear some of our specials? Uh, sure. Okay, we have a fungili pasta with extra mushrooms uh, that's grilled over an octopus salad and braised in a simmering we'll, version A. We'll take two
1: of those. We'll take two of those. Okay.
2: Uh, there's more? There's also a, no, there's the, also the, a braised? The, the
1: fungili sounds fantastic. Okay. All right. Thank two you. of those then. and we'll I'll, try to...
2: uh, Can I hook you up with any drinks, or do you, uh, are you guys good with your coffees? Do you have uh, pizza? Oh mm, uh, We have a flatbread. <laughs> is that pizza? It's a portobello flatbread. It's done with uh, artisan flatbread, flatbread, out of flatbread, served with flat pieces of bread, and portobello. Put
0: olives on it.
2: Mm. Uh, we, have, uh, we have we have we su- have suko, which is a, a Japanese olive substitute. Um, it's
1: basically the same. We'll take two of those. Okay.
2: And then, uh, uh, do you want that on the side, or do you want that as a tapenade on your uh, well, angelica? Well,
1: yes, the latter. Okay. All right, thank you. I'll be right back. Thank you, Amber. whoop, oh, dropped uh, my pen. Well, getting it off the floor. I pick up the pen I, and I, I notice it has the same. It, it says Boot Cave on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, you're a you're a fucking spy, aren't you, Amber? <laughs> Sh- d- boot, b- boot, 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 grappling, shoelace grapple sh- sh- do this cave skylight. Chickens unite! Uh, I, 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 out from my uh, uh, the valise I brought with me, uh, uh, f- seventeen chickens get out and form a giant chicken Voltron <laughs> and 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 uh, attack Amber the waitress. Well, we fight uh, and uh, I die, right? Oh, but nobly. But also, a lot of the chickens die, and then I wonder, you know what? At what price? Boots. You could have, yeah.
2: Back at the uh, boot cave, I'm just looking at a photo of my daughter um, who left me with her mother because I was too focused on my boots. And um, I'm hearing their voices say, if you ever uh, get your
1: head on straight, I'll be waiting for you. Did she become a waitress at Sardi's? Or is this a different prison? Yes, <laughs> and you can say I, no. You okay, can say right. no. Well, to, then no. It's a yes or no question. I,
2: well, then I go. Yeah, no. I, I, and I, and I also I crumpled the photo and I, I burst into flames because my boots, I the, the the special expensive flint boots that I made. Flint. That are the sort of crowning achievement of my boot-obsessed workaholic lifestyle that cost me my wife and daughter. Um, I, well, I'm, I'm, I'm fidgeting, like, because I'm thinking about packing and going to finally abandon the boot business and be with my wife and kids, and the Flint, that my boots are made out of sparks, sets all the boot materials on fire, the whole place bursts into flames because there was no fire permit, because, like, you know, mm-hmm. Andre is working on that, um and uh, i just die i just it just pulls back from my cave and i'm just dying and i'm dying
1: and then right as you die i made the right decision you did and then you uh, right as you die andre comes back and sees the building on fire and he's wearing boots made of chickens that are like the nicest chicken boots of all time and he's the master of both worlds well our guest
2: tonight on <laughs> harmontown <laughs> has oh, yeah. been waiting for <laughs> A really long time. Oh, yeah. I just remembered we have a guest. Oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's, um let's bring him in. Yeah, let's uh let's bring in uh so if big fans of the podcast will 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 remember this guy for sure because he directed the documentary that I produced about myself. <laughs> I always have to say it in that voice. Um uh but it was his movie, he directed it. It's Neil Berkeley. Yeah. Oh. Can I move
1: this a little bit? Yeah, move it however you want. Oh, wow. Good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm starting to feel like I should have worn a gray t-shirt to this affair. I can
2: <laughs> I I I want to point out at the top, because yeah, I'm, I'm getting self conscious. Uh, the reason Neil's a guest isn't because he made a documentary about me. <laughs> it's because that's how I know him, and I and that and that's how I I know he made a documentary recently about Gilbert Gottfried, who uh, also fans of the podcast will know, but uh, fans of comedy uh, uh, will will definitely know. Um, so yeah, you just did basically. I mean, we'll well, did you do the same thing with Gilbert that you did with me?
3: Yeah, I just start showing up at his house every day. Like I moved to New York and just started living there. I'd go to his house every day at nine o'clock while he was having his coffee, and I wore him down. Finally, got him to open up, but. Yeah, I just sort of like became part of his life and followed him around and went to like fifteen different cities in Mexico and Toronto.
1: How this, com- how comfortable was he with you becoming part of his life?
3: He hated it. He for for the first two months he he hated it. He was one of those guys that he doesn't really say no to anything. If you put something in front of him, he just does it, whatever it is. And I, his wife, said come over and try this. And I would do it every day, and um, he, he he never even dropped the character. Like he was in the voice. You met him right. when he's not in character. Well, I would go over there and he would talk like that, and his really? eyes would squint. Yeah. He would do it, and then finally, I was just going over every day, and he stopped doing it.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. really? That's so, really interesting. He
3: does, th- yeah. He, d- he does. He doesn't. He, you know, you've met him. It's very awkward to be around.
2: Yeah, I mean, that sounds well. That sounds a little more critical than I would say it. But, uh, but, but, you know, you're a director. You're not an empath. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I find it fascinating. I mean, it was his choice because I, I, I mean, yeah, like. I grew up on Gilbert Gottfried, like he, you know, he he does that character, and he, you know, but it, it, it's not quite like it's like we're friends with Bob Goldthwait, who would get on stage in the same era of comedy, where it was like stand up was so popular, you had to have a fucking accordion or a hammer for a head, or and and, and there were some really funny stand ups who. Like, but but it was like, look, you gotta have this like character to so have like, like. But then there's these guys. It's like, it's like so, emo Phillips. You know, is he doing a character? Yeah. I've never had a conversation with him where he didn't kind of yeah. sound like the way he sounds on stage. And um, and um, Bob Goldthwaite, there's an easy definitive line, but you only know it from talking to Bob. Bob owns that line and yeah. says, "When I was doing that performance, I did that act. That's not me. I." am now me as a you know like he yeah. you rely on him cuz otherwise you would listen to bob and you would go Oh you just made that sound that Bob that that screechy <laughs> Bobcat Goldtwight makes like he makes he does still mm-hmm. cuz how much of it is like is 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 well this is how I talk you know like well, sometimes when I get on stage and I have to say something difficult like I find like I like 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 I I I I like I like, 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 like I'll, I'll, I'll cover my eyes or like like I'll, I'll I'll just engage in these like really arch behaviors that I know that if I step on the gas there then it's like okay like well then that, then you can get through the nervousness so I I, I, I you're not shocked to learn that I brought you on and then did all the talking but no. <laughs> this is what this is what I, I imagined we would get to this eventually but well, now yeah, we're like well, right into it my, like,
1: my question off of what Dan's saying is when he dropped the Gilbert character what was he like like like, was that, what was the difference between the on character and off character well Gilbert?
3: most of the he wasn't like performing he did do for a long time he would do like canned lines like he would do <laughs> it was like being on a talk show with him you know people go on talk shows and they've got these canned lines and they know we're going to get reactions it was a lot of that, but eventually he started talking to me about his mom. He was very close to his mom, lived with her till he was almost forty. Um, devastated when she passed away. His sister is a photographer. She actually shot the whole process of her mother's very sad death. Um, I talked to Gilbert about that, and talked to his sister about that. I talked about his father. He his father died when he was nineteen. He had a horrible relationship with his father. Um, what kind?
2: I mean, first of all, what was the well, let's start with the dad. What were the... Why was it horrible?
3: horrible? Horrible in that he was... He's one of those dads that was like, become an electrician, get a job. Gilbert quit school when he was 15 and started doing comedy immediately. And He would leave every night to do comedy all night and his dad just didn't get it. And there were arguments and fights. And then when his dad died... Gilbert, Gilbert says a lot of pain about his dad not seeing his success, oh, um, wow. which every comic I talk to that would to, fucking kill
2: me. Yeah, like I, I got, I, I don't know what I'll happen. Erin, my ex-wife, uh, star of our documentary, uh, she would always say to me, and I know she's right like, whenever I would say, like, anything about my family, who, like, like, my parents didn't come to my wedding, I still don't know why, I won't ask them, like, what is that? But, and then Aaron's like, why won't you ask them why they're not coming to your wedding? And I go, because that's what they want, and she's like, you're <laughs> fucked up, they're fucked up, and when your dad, because she, she lost her mom when she was 17, and she's like, and when your parents die, you're gonna be super fucked up about it, and you're gonna make it everyone else's problem, and you need to deal with it, like, I, I'm making her sound, I think I'm making her sound like a hero, but if if, if you're if that's to you making her sound like a bad person, believe me, she's not. Like 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 she was saying it. You know, she was like she was telling it like it is as a person who had a a parent pass. And it's it's sorry, sorry to derail you, but but like I just I'm imagining that like because like what I do have with my dad was a moment where my dad said that he was proud of me and that and that he and that he he observed like it was it was way back in the channel 101 days we got a vh1 pilot and that was enough we had a my dad said that like, like we were having a celebration party because we got our show on vh1 and there were just there was a bunch of people in a bar celebrating because we had done channel 101 we had followed our bliss we had done it for free and now we had a television show and my dad like expressed to my satisfaction emotionally like is like, I arrived. Like, my dad was like, there's a lot of people in there that are very happy because of you, and that makes me very proud of you. And I was like, okay, cool, your hotel's down the street. <laughs> it ran, ran and just like burst into a thousand tears. And, and then, so I'm done. Now, I know I'm going to be all fucked up if my dad dies, but I, I just wanted to interject that because the idea of being 19... Which I was also like aimlessly, by any objective, like, anyone that was watching me would go like, what is your fucking plan? What are you doing? You're not that funny. Why are you interested in comedy? <laughs> like, 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 if my dad died at that time, I, I, I can't even imagine. All right, now no, continue.
3: No, no, no that, I, I talked to a lot of comics about that. And every comic I talked to, that, they were all like, yeah, most of us are up there performing for our mothers. We're trying yeah. to impress someone that we couldn't impress in the home, and we're trying to do this thing so we can go, look what I did. Look at me on TV. And, like, Artie Lang's died before he became successful, and Jay Leno's mother, like, they all expressed real sadness about their parents not being able to see that.
1: Yeah. Is, is, is this in your films? I'm, I'm sad to say I still haven't seen it.
3: But yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Jay Leno, who uh, has, has this real heartfelt, sincere moment where he says, to me, that's the saddest thing. Because Gilbert's really beloved uh, by other comics. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure. Like, uh, uh, Jeff. Ross and David Tell, and I think Howie Mandel, at the end of their interview, said some version of, don't screw this up. <laughs> ah. <laughs> we
1: love this guy. Well, did, did, I asked you, I think when you had just started making it, about the, there's a story that comics tell about the greatest opener of all time, about the, the, the Jonestown Massacre. Did you ever ta- ask him if that was, like, verify that story? He, yeah, he, the, the
3: Jonestown Massacre story. I, yeah. I forget the bit, but yeah, he has a famous Jonestown. Because like,
1: I, I remember... Like I think Drew Carey told it to me, or or, other comics know about it, and it's like the most famous opener of all time. And it was like one of those things where, when a horrible tragedy happens, the day or two after that, it's hard to go up on stage and do comedy, and audiences don't know if they're allowed to laugh at anything, or as a comic, you don't know if you ought to be making people laugh.
3: That's a big part of the story, yeah and
1: uh um, so but is it is it isn't the film by the way that joke yeah no because there, there, as, as i remember it, can i can i do my bad version of it sure. I, i'm sure it's yeah. i'm sure i'm fucking it up because it's you know it's this is something that was told to me a long time ago but he was i think at the Fillmore, and he's like oh the Fillmore uh, in san francisco what a great place i grew up here uh he which i don't think he did and i get him probably making up a lot of the details and he said uh, i saw janice joplin here when i was a kid and i ended up meeting her i became friends with janice joplin I was with her when she died. She died in my arms. I held her in my arms as she died. So to be here at the Fillmore is amazing. I I saw Jimi Hendrix here, became friends with Jimi Hendrix, was with him when he died, held him in, in my arms, in my arms as he died. I just got back from Jonestown, and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was like the day or two after the Jonestown massacre. <laughs> now, I, 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 I want to know how close am I to getting that right. That's it. That's the joke, yeah. yeah. The one Bill Burr told me, he saw him do it, and I think
3: it was right after Jackie Onassis died. He said, I met Jackie Onassis once. First thing I said to her was, do you remember where you were when?
2: Uh, <laughs> Um the the, the, the I want to go the, the when the David tells and, uh, and the and the and uh, the whoever else you interviewed like you you mentioned a couple names like I yeah. love these guys and um and they know Gilbert better than I do. I had one encounter with him because of my, your relationship with him. He came and did my show, whatever, put a pin in that. But, uh, um, when those guys would get up from the end of their interviews and say, don't fuck this up, we love this guy, what are they, um, what are they, is, do they go into more detail than that? Like, 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 what, what, what is it about Gilbert, um, in the eyes of, uh, of, of all these other craftsmen that, that, um, that, that, that makes him a
3: hero the one when i would always ask that question like what is it about this guy and they would always just say fearless yeah i, like, I don't know if he's fearless he just doesn't have any line doesn't have any right. boundaries he just says whatever he
1: thinks is funny and they love him for that but but, 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 he, but he, because he looks scared uh-huh. and he looks like like a weakling kind of you know like he doesn't look like a tough guy the fact that that body and that like that body language is so fearless like what was was it a film or a special where he just told dirty jokes? He just said joke yeah. jokes. Yeah, he joke. Ju-
3: well, half his act is joke. He hasn't changed his act in thirty years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he tells Molly Ringwald jokes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, when I was a kid, um, he, I saw a stand-up special. Who knows, Cinemax. I don't. I don't know what 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 network it was. Um, but uh, he did the set and i didn't know at the time i think i believe now looking back on it that he must have been doing seinfeld but he what he was he would he did a set and then he would do j jo- he would do his set for a while and then he would take these little pauses and then uh, you know and fin- finish a joke and, go, and that's why, and then and then wh- what do you yeah that's what i want shoes for and then and then he and then the audience is laughing and he'd stop and then and then he just like change his tenor and go like why do you want to talk about that? <laughs> what are you doing shoe jokes for?
1: Yeah. amazing.
3: That's but, actually in the movie. There's a clip of him where he puts glasses on. It's like this is a side, kind of a Jim Gaffigan a side thing. Right. He's like, that's crazy. That's nonsense. Well, What's is he that doing? so?
2: Is that is that is that? His Seinfeld impression, or am I just merging those things in my head? Because at the time, I kind of hope it isn't. It b- wasn't because I thought it was genius, just as a lateral thing. That it was just—it was sort of like Ken Meany's, Kevin Meany's, uh, you know, his mo- his inner <laughs> monologue about his mom. I was like, a, like, yeah. like, 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 I, I love it. You're when, like a crazy person. Yeah, doing like comics are just like because I-, I do that too. And also D- D- Dana Carvey, uh, when I was doing the Great Minds episode with him, where he was doing JFK, <laughs> like because I had mentioned like uh, Dennis Miller's uh, impression of him. Like Dick Harvey was like. Like no matter what he did for the next six hours, like and he, and then he would just follow it up with this like horrible criticism of himself in the voice of Dennis Miller. <laughs> <laughs> wow! He'd just, he'd just like riff a riff a take because it's a largely improvised show, and then and then they would like okay cut, we'll, we'll we'll let's set let's do it again, and then and then he'd are like Jesus Carvey, what do you at? And, you know? And he would just like lay into himself like under his breath. Anyways, he, there's something really important about that because Justin Roiland is like it's Rick and it's Morty. It's yeah. it's, it's, it's it's like it's it's, it's, it's I asked him about that character.
3: He would never cop to it because um, so it wasn't interesting in the story. Because he wouldn't his ever dad. Say, I was like, "Is that your mom or your dad? Is that someone in your past talking to you like that?" And he was. He would say, "No, I just thought it was funny. It's a bit it's what I do." But other comics have mentioned that. Um, like Piscopo brought that up. Piscopo was like, he would do this on stage and I think it was his mom like berating him or, right. or yelling at him.
2: I think I thought it was like, it's a very, where's he from? Chicago? Brooklyn. Or? No, I okay. Grew, born in Coney Island, grew up in Brooklyn. I th- I, th- I also like, Schraub like, really does that really well too. Like, Schraub's inner monologue is like, like, ah, like and, and you're not sure audible. if it's his mom or his yeah. mom slash dad like slash pastor slash gym teacher, but it's like... But
1: he'll do it in front of you. Like, like he'll he'll talk as... His inner monologue. Yeah, he. I asked
3: him about the voice and all that, and it's. it's I wish there was a more satisfying answer, and it's in the movie. And he says, Look, I just went up on stage a billion times, and eventually I woke up and said, Oh, I guess I act like that now. <laughs> so that's just kind of. Just, he what is- this Seinfeld thing is actually a lot of comics brought this up. So before Seinfeld, like, became the Seinfeld we know, like, before the Tonight Show, Gilbert. People say that Gilbert invented the Seinfeld impression because he would go on stage before Seinfeld right. and do his act, do Seinfeld's act as Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they said Seinfeld would all the comics would come out to watch, and he would pace and just furious, like, "What's what is that? What's yeah. he doing? Who
1: <laughs> who wears sweaters? Yeah. Why do you wear a sweater? But yeah, he, he said he, that, he, he, he said, said that
2: when he did when he comp trolled for yeah. for us when we were we were on some uh, tour. I each, can't believe
1: uh, I I can't believe I missed that.
2: Um, but well, that he was, was he was replacing you. Yeah. Right? You know, no, it's, so, a, it's a giant so, bummer. Yeah, but, but he was, I mean, now having put a pin in this, I mean, that, that was my one encounter with him was like, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what Gilbert Gottfried would be. who would only ever seen him in performance. And when he showed up and he was just like very like, um, God, I really don't want to use the word frail. But now that I've said, I don't want to use it. Like now it's in your head, but it's like, it was just, he was so like he was like he was almost in hibernation well I- like he was just like sort of like shuffling and and it wasn't a lot of th- that that he wasn't being passive aggressive he wasn't like why am i here you know he wasn't totally like down to do whatever was required of him he it was just like this person that was just like he was just sh- yeah. shuffling in with his wife who was very like or sort of like 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 kind of almost translating for yeah. him, like, <laughs> uh, and and going like, what should where should Gilbert go? What do you want from him, and what are you stuff? And uh, and 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 but it, and he was just very good. And he was like, so what do you, what do you want? I, I don't, I can't remember how what he sounded like. Whatever, but I would go like, oh, you just go out there and you just sit in a chair and like explain. I was like, okay, all right, okay, yeah, yeah. And I was and I was thinking like, what's he going to sound like when he goes out there? Right. Yeah. And no, then he that's... went out there and people like went crazy. And then he kind of like. Like stepped on the gas of like milking how people were going crazy and then it's just like ladies and gentlemen I'm in town and I was like holy shit Gilbert Gottfried's here. <laughs> but that's a reaction
3: a lot of people have and I remember that I guess that's what I meant by awkward like when you do meet him off stage especially if he's about to perform and has to deliver like I've gotten phone calls from people that I've set up For him to do stuff and they'll call and go hey man uh is he okay is he does he not want to be here is he (laughs) upset like he's because he's very quiet and he would not be upset if I said this because people that watch the movie the way he is physically with people like anyone with any sort of like spectrumy stuff in their family have all said there might be a little bit of of that going on because well, he's very quiet. You know, very... I
2: because t- well, don't people say that about Daryl Hammond? Like, like, like that. Like, I've never met him in person, but like that. That's like, Dar- like, and then and then Dan Aykroyd, who has been diagnosed and and said, "I'm autistic." uh like it's not like, like people get confused. I think with performers because performance is like. It's like it's a natural human occurrence. So we have this delineation where we go, Oh, you're performing as opposed to being real. But what, but no, there's no such thing as a human interaction that's not a performance. Right. We are a political right. animal. And people who are on the spectrum, like the reason why it's impossible to diagnose them without seven years of pointless like ch- tail chasing, whereas you can just look at a kid and go, Boom, autistic, yeah. not autistic, next. Once you get to a certain age, you it's it, 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 the capacity for performance is so extreme that the th- that person doesn't know who they are. All they know is they don't want to get beaten up. Like, just, just leave me alone. Like, like, just let me or give me whatever. Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to talk like this? Do I have to talk like this? Do I have to talk like that? Do you talk like this. I talk like that. Like, like, like there's, there's like a, there's like, a, like, like functional autism, like seems to be a big thing in, like great impressionists and like like it's it, it, it and so that that yeah. comes to mind because it's like that the, the, there would be no delineation with him unlike with bobcat who doesn't have like a bunch of autistic traits bobcat is just like yeah i'm just this guy and i i yeah. kind of got into this scene yeah. and then i stepped on the gas pedal doing this character and then and then that started to really punish my life so i Yes. lifted. I got sick of it, and by Police Academy Nine was like becoming <laughs> self-sabotaging, and like pulled out and like pursued my bliss. You know, he. Uh, but then you have like so again, Emo Phillips, yeah. Kevin Godfrey. D- 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 Daryl Hammond. I hope it's not rude to refer to these people as if they're like some egg basket of people that I'm implying. Well, no, I,
1: well, that, I, I met Emo. Like I did a show with him, and you know, like he's Emo. Like, like, I, 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 I get the feeling from my limited interaction with him it's like. After the show, he's like, yeah. hey, Jeff, you know, did I do a good job?" And so kind, and yeah. I he's like, like, "Oh, thank you so much." I don't yeah. know if I did it was funny enough. And but it, he's talking it. Like, yeah. Didn't he
3: try and do it without that for a while? Didn't I thought he did another version of his act that was a little more. So
2: here's the funny thing: if Emo Phillips tries to do that, like that's another version of a bit oh, yeah. that he can do. Maria yeah. Bamford does the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. like, like she has this bit where she goes like, "Well, should I talk like a t-? like?" And, and and then Maria Bamford will just like like become uh, her impression. Of what I what I'm going to say, neuro, a neurotypical person. I don't yeah, know what yeah. Maria, you know, uh, uh, claims to have or doesn't have, but like I'm just saying, like, like, like she when she does an impression of of a normal person, it's so funny. And then like it, it, that, that that's also like Gilbert Gottfried, like in his act, going like pausing the of that, like, now why would you do that joke? Yeah. And then he like, and it's so it's also unsettling because it's like. it 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 it, well i hate to you know like like my fans are sick of hearing me the the pick the peekaboo thing but that's like that's comedy it's like it's like the idea that you can't tell the difference the idea that there is no
1: difference like that's that's well what neil was like uh after how long were you around him like in close quarters that's seven months and what was your relationship like how did it so you said how it started, and then you kind of broke through. What's yeah. it like now, or what? What kind of steps did you go through with him? It's fun. Like it's, I
3: think he like came up with a routine to be around me. Like he came up with a behavior around me. Like this, he, he behaves a certain way. We're friendly. We get along. We can. It's not like awkward like it was does, in the beginning. Does he enjoy promoting the film or is oh, he he loves it. Well, he loves doing press. He loves he loves he would love. He loves doing stuff like this. He'll he'll complain about it, but once he's in there, he lights up and has a great time. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's going on yeah, he's going Does on,
2: he, have, did he does he talk about like does he feel more alive when he's performing than and I mean, when Now, we talk about the movie, he's uh, he hates he hates it.
3: He said the the worst 30 seconds of my life are the 30 seconds before I go on stage. Oof. He, he wishes the manager would come out and say, hey, there was a flood, uh-huh. here's your check, go home.
2: Wait, but so, well, that's but, but that's not quite... That's the 30
3: he, seconds but, but before... Then, but then he gets on stage and he's okay. But, yeah, then the adrenaline hits him and he, and he yeah. lights up. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. I mean, that's, there, that,
1: that's... That's the thing that I like... Some, some of the comics I know is that they're maniacs before they're on stage, and on stage, that mania is their bliss. Yeah. Does he uh, ever... Did he talk about, like, because...
2: I, does he remember his time on stage? Or does he like black out? No, he uh, not in the movie.
3: He doesn't talk about it, but he did tell me that there's times where he thinks he's more thinking about like whether he has to do laundry that night. Like it's so rote for him. <laughs> like he's like you know like like right, Mick Jagger he's... can probably go on stage and do his act and, and not even think about what lyrics he's screaming out. Mm-hmm. Like he he's that he's that into it. Like. Hmm.
1: Well, but, I, I'm, I'm bummed I haven't seen it. Where, where can we see it now? Is it like Where is it out? Yeah, it's going to... November 3rd, it's going to be at IFC Center
3: in New York City. Oh, so uh, sweet. Where we opened up Harmontown.
1: And it, has it had any, uh, like, festival
3: appearances? Yeah, it was, it's premiered back at Tribe Beckett's and a few festivals. And November 10th, it's going to be in L.A. at the Fine Art, Lemley Fine Art in Wilshire, and yeah. the Lemley Monica in Santa Monica.
1: I mean, I, I, I really want to see it in the theater. Like, I know that we're friends, and like you've uh-huh. offered to like send me the file and, yeah, look, yeah. and, and watch it. Or, or if you have, I was out of town and didn't know, but, like... I'm such a fan of Gilbert's that I'm really looking forward to just seeing uh also I like and you know not not to blow smoke up you like I like the fact that you your weird <laughs> uh fetish is finding strange lifestyles, and then documenting them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Beauty uh, uh, is embarrassing. It's so gorgeous, and, you know... Yeah, you've got this trilogy
2: now of amazing people.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, but, no, I mean, I yeah. can speak from experience, because as we talk about, like, you're definitely not... There's all these different documentary philosophies. Errol Morris might say... Uh, no i don't there, there's no such thing as truth. I just want to tell a story it's so like I'll shoot extra footage i don't um the 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 the, the measly brothers or whatever the fuck they were <laughs> the
0: master, I'm
2: not a documentary <laughs> uh yeah right the, there's a, I, I saw a documentary about documentary masters and it was like yeah. I was amazed to realize like holy shit yeah documentary does not just mean roll the camera and what happens happens yeah. they, they made, you, however they, they made
1: salesmen right the, yeah 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 that, that yeah. The, like that's the first cl- academy award yeah that that's kind of cl- like a little close to what you do, I would say. Like, yeah. like you, you you follow around lonely people, <laughs> and it's it's beautiful. And but it's also horrifying. no, no and,
2: seasoning, no Lowrys, yeah. no salt. Like they they gather footage and then they piece it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's well, that's
3: the that's the thing that's tragic and, and like you told me, we tie us to you. say Hey, man, this Gilbert thing is a good idea, and you're like, I don't know, I'm not sure there's <laughs> gonna be much of a story there. Like, <laughs> you were right. It was really hard. There's not, not
1: really was a like, story. I was hard. There's not really a story to Harmontown Well, yeah, like get, yeah, that's. Probably
2: what it was is we're coming off of like I would have thought yeah. a year before or before we did our time together I would have thought fucking a make a documentary about me obviously that's what I thought yeah but then again and then, it was, and then there, again I was like if yeah. there is any
1: story like like in terms of like story structure to it it's almost the the, the story becomes more about the audience than us yeah and
3: Spencer but, his yeah whole Spencer journey. Spencer
1: goes on a journey and the audience is like like we we learn something about what draws. Har- harmenians to the show yeah and that like every time I watch the Harmontown movie it's I I, I I tear up at the, the beautiful things that that the, the, our guests say they're yeah like, I
3: had to watch the movie again recently for this thing I was doing I'm very proud of that movie I, I really I really not to toot my horn, but I'm really proud of the way it came together. And I remember when you got your job back, you said, I uh, got some news for you. Give me a call or something. I saw you, and you go, you're welcome for your third act. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: at least your credit bed. No, no, the credit bed was putting Spencer on the show, yeah. But, but yeah, and it was McGathy who said, just tell... I mean, we were struggling so much. You were, like, editing and editing and editing. And, like, and then I remember, it was yeah, it was McGathy who was like, tell yeah.
1: him to make it about Spencer, you fucking
2: idiots, you know? like I've like, got this oh. great
1: photo that, like, the first day that I was... Uh, with you shooting, and uh, oh fuck, who's the camera guys Um, R- oh Ryan, Ryan, yeah. And we were at Dan's house, and Dan and Aaron were kind of in a little bit of a tiff. And there's this shot. I, I just picked up my camera, and I have a picture of you with your camera, <laughs> and Dan just. <laughs> like glowering at his kitchen, t- or at the dining room table, I and see Aaron, Aaron looking miserable. I'm like, oh fuck, that was day one of Harmon's <laughs> time. let's all get in a bus and go around the country together.
3: One of the first days was actually in this booth. You brought me in here when it was full of those taxes, and there were like notary machines. The notary, those things that make the notary, the stamps. It was in. The, we have footage of that. And then right. after the, after the tour, the day we got back you're standing right there and you said you're like talking to the camera and said yeah someday we'll be podcasts." Oh, that's right we, we started right,
1: right. we started the tour no, yeah you outside.
2: have footage i was ta- i forgot i didn't even connect that i i, I wasn't saying that for your benefit but yeah. i remember you have footage and i said i was in that doorway and uh and i said one of the douchiest like <laughs> talk about edgelord uh i i but i remember saying in the doorway there i was like yeah, Sony always thought they knew more about writing than
1: me. Let's see if I can run a studio better or something like that. I'm like, oh
2: great, yeah, you're gonna
1: what a douche. But and day one, our driver Jason, uh, we had this awesome tour bus outside. That's the tour, the tour bus in the movie. Uh, Jason's kind of underrepresented in that film. I think he's kind of in it, right? Yeah, he's not really in it. He wouldn't. He kind of. He got really good at dodging the cameras. Yeah, he yeah. he was hilarious and he was a maniac and he he was like a Hunter S. Thompson character. That was one of the best. That was fun, man. And we we, we were outside. I, yeah. Yeah, I would love to do it again. Aaron, outside of Starburns, right here in the parking lot, had bought 100 million T-shirts to, to bring on the bus, so we didn't have room for anything. Like, there was no room for camera equipment or anything. And Jason, the driver, was like, fuck this, I quit. I'm going back to Arizona. Like, like this is a nightmare. Like, that. the, the beginning of that, I had made a prediction, and I think I even said it on camera to you. I was like, there's no way we make all these shows. There's no way we get to all these shows. It's wintertime. We're going to be on the East Coast. Sick. And somehow Jason got us to every goddamn gig on time. Yeah, he was a genius. Did you hit snowstorms? Oh yeah. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Going to yeah, going to Colorado and in, 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 uh, Salt Lake City. We were up to our hips, like it was. Yeah. And
2: no, it was crazy. Like
1: you. I mean, I, it, it would have been a better movie if we didn't make it
2: to some shows. There are people <laughs> in 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 other parts of the globe that would yeah, like I. I but but short of like, well, more so than. Uh, the worst turbulence i've ever been in on a plane but slightly less so than like maybe the couple times that i thought i was drowning um i I, on that bus i experienced like moments where i was like fuck we're gonna die because (laughs) it went and it wasn't really because it was empirically it was like not as turbulent as the planes it, it but it was it was the fact that there was just no visual sense of what was happening. All we knew yeah. was that we were on this like road and that the driver couldn't see and that it was all white outside
1: <laughs> and just like just white. And he was supposed to have chains on his tires but didn't do it because it's bad for the bus, which is illegal, but he still got us through. Well, if you watch the extended cut, it's in the extended cut of Harmontown. There's
3: shots where he is ripping down the highway and cars are pulled over and you can hear other uh, truckers going, oh, this guy's going way too fast. Here yeah. comes his bus. He was, <laughs> was thinking, uh, they're coming And that's to what it. I loved about it.
2: He was the Elon Musk of, of driving <laughs> 'Cause he he would he was listening to their chatter and they were going like, What the hell's wrong with that guy? And it's like, uh because I'm not a slave to the revenue system <laughs> <laughs> or you know, like, like, something. I, 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 like,
1: I think it was like day two on the or, road because our first stop was Arizona, right? <laughs> uh or, 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 do we go like, fuck Phoenix first or something like that? Phoenix, like, yeah. Um and he had just gotten to know us and didn't like us all that much. And uh we had stopped at like a Walmart or a, like or something to get like supplies, like to get like, you know, yeah drinks and fruit and food and what, whatnot and i came back onto the bus and he didn't know that i was on the bus he was walking around muttering to himself "These <laughs> fucking <laughs> savages savages <laughs> savages but that was kind of his bit right but, and, 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 sorry, and, I, I sat down i go oh you a hunter s thompson fan because that's a word that hunter always uses he goes yeah and we sat down and we talked and we became friends and gradually he loved us. Yeah. But he pretended that he hated our guts. Mm-hmm. Also, he was armed to the fucking teeth. He had an arsenal of firepower on that thing. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, a, a, a lot of truck, a lot of bus drivers do. They have lots of weapons to, to like save the day. He, he had guns. People see that movie and they always ask me, like, was that a rough time? Was that hard? Because they see some of
3: the shots where we're in the room having some, you know, dark, intense conversations. And I always say, no, man, that was a lot of fun. It was a like, ball. It's to, it's to eat and drink and wake up in a new town every day.
1: Apparently when I left, because I left when you guys were in Denver and somewhere else. I oh, that's right.
2: You left? Yeah. So I, I had, yeah.
1: I had, I had yeah, to go, like, do paying gigs and came back. And the, the crew looked at me and they like, oh, boy. I'm like I'm like, what? Like Aaron and Dan have been going at it. Like apparently, you guys had had a real bang up, like like dr- drunken row on on the bus the night before, and they're they're like, like we're happy you're back to kind of keep order.
2: We were we we we, we were too similar. I mean, I've been I, I'm respectfully silent about our breakup because number one, it was mutual, it was amicable, and more importantly, number two, like when Aaron and I. When I first started talking about how we got divorced, um, there was a night at Meltdown where um, one of the interns came up to me and handed me a note from a young lady in the audience, and it said, uh, um, when I was a, a 10 years old, my parents uh, divorced, and I had to choose which of my parents to uh, live with, and, the uh, you know, I I... I Ch- chose my father and had to listen to nothing but um, what a cunt my mother was um, for the next twenty years of my life, and it never it never changed. And I just want to thank you for having a divorce and respecting your ex wife. Wow. And and I was t- I was like it, and it was it was exactly what I was thinking in my head when I was like I was like okay this is it and let's you know Aaron and I spent our courtship in our marriage. Instagramming and talking and airing dirty laundry, and we made a documentary and warts and all, and the whole thing was about transparency. It was ironically, it was about transparency of a couple of individuals who were so into transparency because we were both so meta, so performance oriented, our entire relationship was it was like a boat made of water it was it was like simultaneously like the the best idea in the world and the worst it's like you're already sinking it's made of water uh, but no it's it's like fucking the best boat ever it there was it was one and the same we we she and i both were so meta and so it, it, it was like in part in the documentary like the reason why that added just even more um twists and pressure was because Aaron and I would sit and watch documentaries together and Aaron was so savvy so smart was such a you know a mentor to me as a feminist, you know, I'd listen to what she would have to say about female uh, 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 characters and or real people in media and how they were being, uh, you know, betrayed supported attacked. Uh, And, you know, she went into that documentary going. God damn it, I am not going to be the documentary wife. I'm not going to be the documentary mother. This is like, it's a very, very chiefly female role about in the documentary about exceptional people. There's like a female threshold guardian that is like their talking head is all about, like, well, Dan thinks he's special, but the truth is he needs to eat more uh, 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 vitamins or whatever. And you just like want to throw your shoe at the TV and go, boo! And 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 she was like obsessed with I'm not going to be that person. And the irony was, you know, and then and then add to that my obsession with like, oh, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be all these other people like that I have in my head. Did, Gil- and, did
1: Gilbert like it, with his wife or friends and family of his? Was were, were there relationships that were, were like important to the Gilbert documentary?
3: Uh, his sister, yeah, yeah, his sister who passed away a few weeks ago. Oh geez. Um yeah, with, that's a big big part of the story. Not not her passing away, but what her she has she had cancer and were they close? Very. He he. That's again. I I I knew nothing about the guy, but every day that he wasn't working, he would do this like three mile walk to the Lower East Side to visit one sister, over to the West Village to visit the other, and then back home. Deeply deeply devoted to his family. That's great. Incredibly.
2: And 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 when they're together with the family, that does that is are they like uh, cuz there's people who are deeply devoted to family who are like uh they're just always like yelling at each other and then there's people who are like best friends
3: no they they like, confrontation's not his thing he he's would never you know i think if you came at him he would just cower they talk about like seltzer and you know news weather you know <laughs> they don't it's like most classic older generations. which that, i
2: now understand because uh it, it that that's like it, it is in this tumultuous year, where my relationships with myself and everything—it's like I—I I, I just realized, oh, that's where family is supposed to go—is this spot between yourself, your friends, society, and then there's this—it's your family, like, and it's supposed to be conversations about weather. It's—it's <laughs> all—it's it's almost like if you can just not hit each other. And you just all recognize. I, I, I guess I learned that from watching Cody and her family. Yeah. Do you, that, that does that does that
1: affect like? I I know about your relationship with your parents, but, uh, but as you get older and you know mature, do you are you ever going to start reaching out and communicating with them, or is it just going to be something that just? I'm
2: I'm 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 always. I mean, I don't have an acrimonious relationship with my family. I I just there's just no. I just don't have the what, what Cody has with her family and what I observe with other people where you have a you have a it's like the default is connection and if there is no connection, something's wrong. Which to me that I'm looking at that as an abnormal person and saying that's normal that should be normal is, is she is she does your family hug or I love you or are they yeah. no yeah. I, we say yeah my, my family and, and it's like weird because I'm like a bread from the same family but it's like I I wouldn't have it any other way yeah. but let's get you know it's like and then you're gonna go like yeah it's like that's why we like I think those myths about like the Adams family or like misfit, you know, like when you when you lock into like a oh this family they're kind of like they do things differently like they're not like that that white bread family that like does things by rote but like but it's like we love we fetishize those like outlaw families and things because it, they 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 oh they're so different and they're so weird and they're so they they have such a different way of expressing it but the default everybody kind of agrees every primate agrees in their fiber that like yeah but if you don't have unconditional kind of like a connection and so that involves ritual and tradition and stuff but i think that my family like i think when we were trying to engage in tradition and ritual we were so ulcerated about it like 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 we and and that my parents actually cr- had a triumph while I was growing up of, of, of going, you know what? We don't have to do things this way and that way. And for them, they had to realize that family didn't have to be this thing about rules and stuff. Because if they, and, and then, but then the, and that was good, but and I'm babbling. And, 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 but I was going to ask so with our thing, it was like a big threat that, well, we're getting to the end of the tour. This movie's obviously going to span the tour. So where's the story? Where's the story? And that's why it was a great thing in post for Aaron to say, like, make it about Spencer. We're like, oh shit! You can, you can make it about Spencer. He just goes on the tour, and then you're done. You got a story. Um, your your two other documentaries. You're going to the person's house. You can theoretically just keep going there f- forever as long as you want. Yeah. So I guess my question to you is, like, is there a, is there a is there a point where you go, I got it,
3: uh, if in that case? I, I, yeah, well, in this one, yeah, there was. Like, his sister was really like, okay, I see. There, There's no, like, he's not doing, he does not doing anything. He's not writing an act. He's not doing one-man show.
2: So there's no, like, thing to right. watch. He's not trying to get a, a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. There was an Adam West documentary. Yeah. It's like, you want to hook into some kind of goal.
3: Yeah, yeah. We, so he's not doing that, but there was a moment where his sister let me capture something um, that he's very much a part of. And that kind of tied it all. And I felt like, okay, that's that's where he, we see him rise up. Because we hear about the Affleck thing and him screwing that up and getting his job. And, and then we go through this whole uh, talk about comedy's role in society and too soon and all that. And then we see the result of that, the way he deals with that. Um, but yeah, there was a moment where I was like, okay, that's... Where I think we can we can tie this up, but yeah you could you I could still be shooting right now like you could shoot forever
1: do you he- do you have something else that, like are you the kind of person that has three other people that you want to go d- document or uh yeah i'm I'm there's a few that I'm yeah yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you did an interview with Piscopo, I'm sure you, when he walked out, you're like, Jesus Christ, sequel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's
2: got a million questions. He's a, yeah, interesting guy. <laughs> no, I do have. A, I do, I mean, I really do have a lot of questions for him because it's like we. i Dan and I talked. I like I love that writers' room idea. Like that's that fascinates me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm obsessed with that, but I just don't think that will Yeah, like I said, it's like like I was just telling him like you gotta just. I mean, yeah, just just like when can we just just cover a writer's room for a season of I, I, From that would be fantastic well, just, just,
3: when we came back like Rick and Morty was in full swing and I met Justin and Rob was here and Dino and I was like hey Dan um, maybe we should get cameras on this because these people are really interesting
1: there's also like uh, I do a lot of shows like at theaters you know like performing arts centers and yeah. you know theaters around the country and Canada and other places. And uh, you talk to the stage managers there that have been there a long time and all the stories they have. It's really fantastic. Yeah. Because I, I just always ask, like, who is just here? <laughs> and they go, well, Andrew Dice Clay was here and that was a little <laughs> interesting. And they tell you the stories it's so so... R- like, <laughs> like, like you, you get to know a little bit about Andrew Dice Clay, about wh- how fucked up he was before the show, peed on the back wall, was disappeared for a while, <laughs> no one knew where the fuck he was, and then walked out and killed <laughs> like i like, like was completely blacked out and then just went out there and destroyed then after the show dead you know just like 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 inoperable right. carry him back onto the bus
2: so interesting cuz if you're that person's doctor and you go like okay so it looks like you're com- incredibly miserable um <laughs> right before you go on stage and do this character that you've been doing for 40 years and then you go back to being miserable have you considered but this is that's easy for me to say because I'm not a stand up i don't have the discipline like you know like like, like which is a going to be a dying craft thanks to assholes like me uh, in this technology where it's like, oh, I just want a guy I can relate to. And it's like, well, then how will you ever become a Gilbert Gottfried? Does, how will you ever become Does
1: Gilbert have like Patton Oswalt? Any depression?
3: Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lot, that, well, that, well, he's got that, that classic thing that a lot of celebrities have of this is all going to go away someday. Uh-huh. Like, this could, this could be gone tomorrow. The phone could mm. stop ringing. He talks about that in the movie. A, a,
1: a lot of stand-ups I know, a lot of like really successful comedians have a certain degree of depression yeah that, that like there's 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 a real I think i think happiness makes him depressed
2: right <laughs> no like that's a, yeah. that's a very Dino and I talk about that all the time yeah like we we consume our happiness through sadness uh-huh. which if you're a biology student it, it makes a lot more sense it doesn't sound as paradoxical because that's what digestion is you get you you take things in from the outside world and you You use, like, catalyzing enzymes to subvert them, change them, and you make them into something that you can then draw energy from. And, like, Dino and I are, like, cynics. So if there's a reason to be happy, like, for instance, hey, our movie's nominated for an Oscar, Um, you know, we're not going to just... We can't just take that form of energy and (laughs) translate it into something that powers us. We have to pour booze or jokes or self loathing or self destruction on that. So we can like suck it up like Brundle into our system, you know, like, um, and I, and I, and I do. And, but, but for that reason, I do find that like people think that I'm more fucked up than I feel. But I think that people perceive me as less happy than I am. Well, it's because if I'm happy, you'll know because I'm listening to M83 and like, like, like sound like I'm about to blow my brains out. But it's like because that's when I'm like I'm Tony Stark. What's there left to do but be Bruce Wayne? You know I'm gonna like look out the window at Gotham and like drink a drink and be
1: like fuck I this feel like world. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the times that I that, that I've I look back on our friendship, Dan, as of like the times I thought of you as you kind of your most open and happy, weren't the times where you were totally on top of the world. Like yeah, you you are happy now because like things are going well and you are happy. But when we were really. Struggling and confused and didn't know where, like, w- where we were going or what was going to happen. Like, there was a like a free fall, like feeling of like joy in that. There was for some of that, but then when you were successful and I
2: wasn't, you know, uh-huh. you. I remember you saying to me, we got in a fight in an instant message, and I something that you said that stuck with me because I was like, he's right. I was like, or not right about right or wrong, but I was like, listen to this, take this in that you said like. I, I don't even – I'm starting to tell you less about my successes because I don't want to hear you have to choke out a a, a, a congratulations, uh-huh. <laughs> which was like – you know, I've observed that in other – it was like – there that's important to note, you know, because I also you – now that I'm in my 40s, I'm like, ah, oh, man, when we were in our 20s and we were broke, we were so happy. Yeah, oh. but – then one of your 20-year-olds. We, we were happy in each other's arms, yeah. spiraling down a drain well, of eternity. Well, well, well
1: you, we, needed, we needed friendship to survive, and so that felt like joy, because, and, and, because and we would hug and cry. F- friendship is more
2: intense and a lot easier when there's no money changing hands. Yeah. That's what it is. Friendship, family, th- th- that, that makes you happy. And, and, and so when you're broke... Like you have a much easier chance of of having like
1: really strong friendships yeah. and really because well, like, we, we we needed each other to make it <laughs> like you were paying my bills and then I was paying your bills and then you were paying my bills and yeah and if we had it all to do over again we might go
2: maybe it's not about making it maybe we nailed it with the friendship <laughs> uh, anyways but well, um, I I did want to say what well I wanted to ask one thing which was that um, because. Well, that's, that's something that really annoys me at the TCAs or whatever when people ask. It's like, as a person who's famous for putting his foot in his mouth and saying fucked up things and like Gilbert's got the whole Too Soon experience and the Affleck firing all this stuff, like I hate it when people ask me this, but I am curious about it with Gilbert. Are there any regrets? Like, Like, would you do it different? Would, uh, would i, would I... Does, does he does he address that in the movie do you ask him that in the movie like oh, are you, would you would you go back and like he's famous for that moment in the in the roast where he does the first 9/11 joke on like 9/12 and now, uh,
3: the, the closest we get to addressing that is that he, that Affleck thing only made him more popular you know, he, he said nothing of
2: have He would say... It certainly put him on the right side of comedic history.
3: Yeah, yeah. Nothing he's ever done has hurt him that bad. And most of the things he's done has propelled him. Like, you know, Jeff Ross says at the end of the movie, you know, he sells out. He's, he's more popular than ever. He's gigging all the time. You know, so, yeah.
2: That's fantastic to hear. Yeah, because that's what I always say to those people. I'm like, I don't know. I don't have anything to compare it to. I run my mouth. I burn my bridges. I fucking... But here I am. I'm very happy. Like, I I don't regret anything. I don't want to go back in time and, like, say the perfect thing to uh, the New York Times in that one interview. I'm sorry I made that one joke. I'm sorry that that offended people. But like, I I, I think (laughs) the the biggest thing you and Wayne and Gilbert have in
3: common and people like you is that you're going to do it, but you don't think about the money or the success or the failure. You do this thing, you put it out there, whether it works or not. Like I I think, but I think everyone wants to be like that. Everyone wants to, everyone would love to just not push people around and be a raging maniac, but just people would like to do whatever they want to do that day.
1: Yeah. Just to find out like, that's, what's great about documentaries, especially like, I mean, all film are all good film is that there's permission to be strange, permission to be odd and flawed. And there's, uh, there's like a uh, a liberating feeling when you watch that like like to to know that like yeah you can be sad and still be funny yeah and you can be lonely and still be happy occasionally and you can you know you can make it and feel like a failure yeah so can you can you we we don't all get to have a
3: moment in our lives captured in an hour and a half movie can you watch that objectively and see a different person can feel different now or can you that, I don't know I, well I haven't watched it. I can't. I mean I mean like do you feel cuz you had a lot going on then like in, in personally and professionally. A lot I, going on now but do you feel like a happier person or a
2: definitely happier, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, look, well, I but that's really weird. I don't but I, I don't want to say I, like 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 I saw a kid like I call everybody kids but 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 like there was a kid that made a YouTube video that I, I don't know how I ended up here cuz I can't google myself anywhere but I I wound up on some YouTube video And it was like, I don't know, something like Dan Harmon. uh, It didn't say Dan Harmon's a piece of garbage and here's why. So I bothered to click on it. But it was something like Dan Harmon uh, uh, and the meta narrative or something like that. And it was... It was a, it was a guy who was talking about how he has been following my career since the beginning, and he was using clips of all work from Community and Rick and Morty and uh, Acceptable TV and 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 the movie, and he was explaining that you know just these sort of like weird things about how like. I don't even know how to say it. I, 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 watching that YouTube video, which included so much of the documentary, which th- that, it was a tool that that guy used to put together a thesis that wasn't about how cool I was, but that was about how cool he was allowed to be. How to, like Like how he... Was learning from me that 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 storytelling, uh, the fucking up, uh, uh, succeeding, uh, uh, famous, rich, self-destructive, uh, 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 failure, failure, uh, 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 impoverished, like death, life, like 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 who gives a fuck, like like like. Pfft shove them all in a thing you're not going to get to manage your image and uh, like the guy was like clearly drawing some permission from that to do what he wanted to do and i was i was exceptionally happy in that moment uh, that, that we made this movie, yeah. even though we didn't, haven't made a goddamn dime off of it. <laughs> That's
1: how how uh, like, wait, no, nobody ever made money off. No, it? how I mean, what, we had uh, we had a million T-shirts. I don't understand. I was uh, the reason we
2: made that movie. You know we to do? be perfectly frank, is because I was wa- I was watching an Apple TV. And there'd just be documentaries every week and come up and go. would be like, I went backpacking across Iraq and I sure made some new friends. And I'd be like, this motherfucker's rich right now, <laughs> and that, I'm not. It was dan- the, Craigs- <laughs> the Craigslist
1: movie. You can bring that. Yeah, you know, like, like, I saw- yeah.
2: I thought I'd use Craig's list to craig some lists. This documentary is called Craig uh, but you, you know
1: what we should do guys? And I'm, I'm I'm only No, I'm not joking. We let's do the European tour and then it's the Steve Levy story. Like like we, but we, just we, we you, have no, to
2: I mean but 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 we have to agree. We're not doing it for money.
1: No. Like, yeah. No, that's what I understand. No, no now, you're going to lose 100 grand on the tour bus. Fantastic.
2: Like a good 45th birthday present to myself. We do, Let's, uh, let's we, do yeah. that again. I mean yeah.
1: would, would that would, I'd and, love and, it. and and be honest like like was is there a, any angle that makes you as a filmmaker want to go do that or, or, ju- or just to go <laughs> yeah. hang out I think it'd be fun it'd be great like I, I some of the choices
3: we made like we brought every, like remember we brought rolls of green screen like we, oh, we, we had, thought, we we had thought
1: no idea we had those ear cameras a show. we had those ear cameras that we thought we're gonna wear these all the time yeah. <laughs> we wore those twice and, however uh, it, like worked like out we, yeah. we got
2: you know I mean like yeah, oh, the one of could, you in the bathroom on the bus is yeah really you cast good. a wide net and I'm wearing a fucking lipstick cam on my ear in a Blackout, uh, <laughs> yeah. and the, the entire time he's editing the thing, I'm like, I got, I got that ear cam at home. Yeah, I got that thumb drive, and I was like, I would, ha- I would be like, I still got it. It's like, <laughs> I was like, so tormented, like, God damn it, your movie doesn't have <sighs> oh, this moment, <laughs> and I think it's on my ear cam because I woke up with it on my ear <laughs> and a solo cup in my
1: hand. But uh, well, there um, also is a thing that I, uh, that. <laughs> Like I, I don't do drugs. I don't do coke anymore. But apparently, the last time I did it was caught on audio. That there, there was audio of me. Can we the, tell that story? I, I fuck yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I, I don't do it anymore. So I, we can talk about the past. But there, the, the the last time I did it was on that tour. Yeah. And I had a little bit left with There's me. There's two
3: parts of that story though. Okay. There's me hearing about it and then me telling Dan. The first part is <laughs> I was called in the edit bay and they go, hey, um. We don't know what to do with this, but there's no picture, it's just audio. Anyway, here it goes. And it was, (laughs) it was, don't stop believing.
2: <laughs> it was a super. It was a power mix of like five cities in a row because you. Yeah. I know it's like pr- the formula didn't waver. Oh, he God. doesn't know anyone's
1: listening. It's like it makes I, you fall I, in I love with him. Just a Steph. small town
3: girl.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, we were wearing microphones the entire time. I could go to the bathroom. No one's, no one's listening.
0: And it,
3: there, it, there, yeah. was, there was a there was a uh, come on down to Harmontown. <laughs> oh, <laughs> town. So good. Jesus and then Christ. I came in and told Dan. I said yeah, and he goes when. When was this? And I said Brooklyn. He goes, you go that motherfucker. Yeah, of course. I asked him every night if he
0: had any.
1: <laughs> well, I, yeah, I had I, some I, all the way to Brooklyn. I I, I, I had, had some at the very beginning, and then I found the rest of it at the end. Yeah. I think. That's why Coke's no good, kids. Like, go get
2: a prescription to Adderall. Like <laughs> Coke, I I've 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 I stopped doing Coke when I got my Adderall prescription. I and I I st- also stopped lying to my friends, you know, like and stop and stopped like putting myself in situations where I might get pistol whipped. But the best was it was the singing between lines. <laughs> no, that's like, the thing is like you would fall in love with Jeff as a character in a sitcom because it was like so faithful. You know, bathroom door hinges, and then a classic, a standard being flawlessly intoned, and then a tap, and then a. <laughs>
1: Between, just between Sucking two. two. <laughs> I, I, I admire your sensitivity because you, you asked me and said, "Hey, we're not going to ever show this. We're not going to use it in the film. Yeah. Uh, like, do you want me to destroy? There's only four people know about it. I'm like, I, yeah, let's let's just leave that. <laughs> but time has passed, and we can talk about that." Yeah. <laughs> um, That's good. that that trip was so fun like, I, oh my God. I I, I want to find a reason to do that any other time well, you, again you do it all the time but there is, you mentioned it once there is
3: that feeling like you do feel like a rock band walking into these clubs with your cameras you know, it's, yeah. the,
2: it is like a cool and, and the, the tour bus getting on and off those buses <laughs> well I tend to process everything through negativity and regret instead of just going oh that was so fun but it's like the the most enthusiastic thing I can say about the idea of doing that again is god damn it I, it was wasted on me because i watched the documentary and i'm like motherfucker cbs
1: don't give a shit
2: about your script it ain't <laughs> ever gonna be on cbs because well,
1: you weren't writing it
2: well I, I was trying but it was like it was like don't like just have fun there like, was like, a like, beautiful moment also, when like, aaron Fox was helping got, you with it you like, know, the, the, like
1: when you and aaron like like actually were working together that was a really beautiful like Relationship I, I,
2: moment. I, I I there are people right now waiting for work from me that it's like it's like come on this is just part of the like like fuck like like the, my definition of when I was unacceptably over a deadline was as dumb as my decision to take those jobs and as dumb as my decision to not have the time of my life in uh, on this bus the question would be am I the kind of person that just can't have fun you know can I not go Jesus Christ! I'm on a tour bus. This rules. This is so fun. Um, Well, I think that it goes back to that—that that that stress of happiness. You find a way to
3: screw that up, maybe.
2: It's it's well, it's but I I've been in therapy since then, which is something that I swore against back. You know, in those days, I was somebody that was famous for my rants about how therapy's not worth it, and I've been in therapy since. And one of the things I've been Unpacking is the fact is the 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 possibility of being addicted to um, stress and misery and stuff, and because it's your comfort zone, because comfort's different from happiness. So you're just like, oh, I know, I know what to do. I'll be overworked. I'll have a I'll have a deadline. I'll 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 have shit to do. And I do think what's changed because ask anybody that's waiting for work for me right now. I'm not under that stress (laughs) much to their chagrin. They're gonna get their money back. I'm like. I've now entered this like new th- uh, age, I think, where I'm like, "Fuck work! Like <laughs> it's the dumbest, and it will not prove that you're a good person, and it will not make you happy." And
1: uh, so, but you're, uh, you're, you're, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. Your your work is a huge part of like your identity. Like, identity, yeah, yeah. No
2: shit. And that's and that is bo- uh, like. I'm not going to say that's the problem because if I like. Like that's not good. Like like that that's because that doesn't last. But if your work is your identity, guess what?
1: Yeah. You, then you stop existing. But but, but but yeah. Then it's. But I mean, why do I like? Why should I believe that you're ever going to stop doing that? I think like, like that's 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 what you love. You love you love creating things. You love. Getting unconditional love from strangers because you made a good thing. I think the thing that'll change is. I think the thing that is changing
2: now is that is that Rick and Morty. Quite frankly, if I can open source my career here for a second, Rick and Morty was always a wonderful, amazing, incredible, fun thing to execute. That was always about half of my overhead of living. My price of freedom. The price that I have to pay my masters, um, in order to eat shit, fuck, jerk off, watch, sleep, blah blah blah, whenever I want, in whatever quantity I want, pick up the tab when I go to dinner, fly first class wherever I go, say yes to any time anyone says come here, fly here. There's a there's a there's a nut on that, as they say in grody boiler room uh, language. There's an overhead. It's a little over half a million dollars a year. Rick and Morty for the duration of my contract was like generating around half of that. So I had to like number 1 I could I couldn't just do Rick and Morty. Number 2, I had to always dread Rick and Morty going the route of community because Rick and Morty started as an exit strategy from community. So now everything that's changed is like Rick and Morty I, it's not going to stay this like incredible like holy shit what's this show everyone wants to talk about it to the point where Variety is printing headlines tr- sadly awkwardly trying to link us to Harvey Weinstein That's <laughs> like I mean that's when you know you've really succeeded when there's like clickbait headlines that are like what does Harvey Weinstein have to do with Beavis and Butthead like that's when you know you're beavis and butthead um the The answer is nothing except fucking clicks um th- th- so w- this is a show with momentum. this is a show that i could I can settle into and I can pay myself to actually do and that's a huge difference from when you knew me and from the last that's the thing that's changed Mm -hmm. is that i can actually go oh uh i don't think turner's gonna go out of business i don't and unless so unless the world just literally like collapses and and if it does then who cares like i i now can see that i can have one job and that's that's never
1: been the case since i was 11. That's great. Well, that, now get fired from it so we can make another documentary with Neil Berkeley. <laughs> no, I want to do the documentary where I'm happy. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. That's been our harm in town. Steve, what the? S- Steve Levy. <laughs> we didn't even play Dungeons and Dragons. We don't have Spencer. Spencer. There's what no Spencer tonight. Neil Berkeley, everybody. Thank you, Neil. Thank you very and uh, much. Um, go yep. check yep. out his movie, Gilbert. If you're not a Gilbert, uh, uh, Gilbert Gottfried fan already, uh, you will be afterwards. And if not, go YouTube the hell out of him. He's. Uh, one of my comedic heroes of all time I was always looking at I was
2: looking at the thing It's at 113 Isn't that yeah, Doesn't that mean that we've done less than uh, We've done
1: seven minutes less than yeah, two hours yeah, yeah but you know Okay There's no Spencer yep. L- Let's thank Church yep. and Nolan seven and rap. Chris yep. and Sarah and Brendan out there Doing everything for us uh, I like it here in the booth It's comfortable Yeah once right, you- Who's that guy on, on, on Twitter that, that did the Fuck your mama rap Did you hear that thing? No no it, Church Who's that guy? Anybody know the guy's name on, on on YouTube on YouTube? Holy smokes! There's somebody. If if you go to my tweets and my retweets, there's a cat that did a giant fuck your mama rap that is so good. Can we find it? Wait, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, if we can I pull it up. Well, don't make me jealous. No, no. It's you're gonna be jealous. <laughs> Should right? I open for him? Can I warm up? Let me see if I can find yo. it. Yo, yo. Yeah, you open. Yo,
2: yo, yo. Drop a beat on my foot. Okay, I saw your mama in the mall. I fucked her like a pack of Paul malls. I saw your mama, she was six in feet tall. I saw her pussy and I said, that's it, y'all. I climbed up and I went in her womb. I saw your mama in a tomb. I went to New Orleans. It got flooded. I saw your mama and said, what What did that do to me? And she said, it gave you P And I said I gave you P. I need more than P And she said We want to teach you The ABCs And she said A stands for Ah uh, B stands for Fuck I couldn't, I couldn't I thought that was I thought that was Going to go somewhere Alright Yo Neil Berkeley's <laughs> mama Was born in a Titty uh, New York City. She was born in a city. Came out the nipple, said, it's me. My son's going to make documentaries. So he grabbed a camera, followed her around, and, and, and he only had picture. No sound. That's called MOS, and it's from Otto Preminger, I think. No? All right. Yo, if you're a film major, what's up? Where'd your degree get you? What's up? <laughs> I dropped out of Marquette, and now I have more money than... Patricia Arquette
4: <laughs> oh. We don't know that We don't know that
2: <laughs> that's, that's unverified. No one's going to argue it though Alright, okay no, It's verifiable right. We can find out right now Yo. Patricia Arquette Is a wealthy woman I saw your mama uh, Okay, alright I can't rhyme that Okay, alright Here we go Yo 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 I'm not thinking of rhymes right now, I'm just waiting for
1: a time to like okay, church go. or somebody out there find I can't hey, find the link to if that. your mom uh, was a sandwich that guy's right have
2: ham and cheese and I gotta hand it to her. She'd have a side of pickles I fucked your mom so hard she got fickle About it, said maybe I want it, oh. maybe I don't I said well it needs to be consensual So I will wait for your answer And I found she said it. I'm a, your
1: private dancer So come in and I gave her The f- time of her life Alright I'm gonna unplug out of my thing and go into my f- uh, phone oh, Wait no shit I don't have the phone thing Doesn't have the phone thing What do you mean you can, plug, you can unplug your iPad and... No but I don't have the jack cause I got the new phone oh.
0: Send me the link Send me the link I'll do it. Okay, the guy's name is Rob
2: I uh, There's a fucking story I have to tell about Cody. Cody that, that like, I it's gotta wait till next week. Find that but that's good that we have a backlog of material.
0: <laughs>
2: but can we also do Jeff? Is that if you're gonna have if you have the ability to play like live, like 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 like, can you find like a, get like a. Um, uh, a uh, new age kind of like starfield, like like hypnotic thing. Let's do like improvised like uh, uh, hypnosis tapes for people. Are we,
1: al- <laughs> are we allowed to
0: play this on the show? Um, we
2: are. Let's right? do it.
1: Uh, this, you give th- me the- yeah. Here's the jack. Th- 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 let's just do this and get out of here because we're going long. All right. We're not. Ga- I mean, it's you know. I uh, know. I'm going... like looped around. No, I got karaoke that... to do and Fernet Bronca to drink. Yeah. Uh, I miss my girlfriend. When I've been out of town. Okay. uh uh,
4: this yo, guy... Yo, 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 this one goes out to Harman Town and all my heart. <laughs> this is amazing. Listen closely, I'm about to offer up a comprehensive account Of all the mamas I fucked A compilation of my copulation with the mama population From the top to the tallest tower through the bottom of the basement It's a common conversation far as I'm concerned Cause I fucked every mama everywhere around the world From Manhattan to Pakistan and then back again Except a handful of nations impacted by the travel ban Uh, I fucked your mama, yo I beat the odds and stuck my cock into like half of the globe And all the ladies that just stayed in life, I'm macking on those They carry babies, now they let me, make my packages Bro, yeah, I fucked your mama, yo I gave her plenty D She gave you 23 of your chromosomes This is an of poetic your mama, jokes are in. I'm milking this milk, fit. Juana I fucked your mama in the rough like a diamond Stuck it up a butt, then I nutted on her island. I fucked your mama on my own private island Took a private jet, got her wet with my privates. I fucked your mama in the middle of the ocean In the belly of the whale, sprayed my load all over both test. I fucked your mama, then she gave me a promotion She's promoted from it, cause my dick is in a ocean yeah I fucked your mama yo I'm sleeping with her but she didn't bring pajamas though cause she sleeps in the buff with the teeth from my nuts and I stuff your mama like she was an envelope I fuck your mama on a pile of forever stands don't need to lick it even cause your mama's hella damn but obviously I go down on her then I go to town on her then I fuck the rest of the town cause I'm the mama champ I got a mama fucking fetish I sandwich two meaty mamas on a bed of lettuce I eat your mama's pussy cause she said I had to finish that before I ate dessert You know how mamas Be getting overprotective <laughs> I fucked your mama At the dentist She took me for a clean And put my penis in her Then split. I fucked your mama On the court After a game of tennis When she needed an abortion drove your mama To the clinic And I fucked her there Your mama stuck my the hole in my underwear I say your mama Cause as far as names go I'm underwear What your mama's name is This isn't mama dating It's purely mama Fucking I don't No me mama basis I oh, don't oh mama Why? Cause no one told me Not to now I run to mama I'm a brother, all for me, they always rent to make waffle. I fuck a billion ladies who have raised children lately. I get the feeling, I've become a soulless mama fucking villain, huh? I feel nothing I fucked your mama Then I busted on her stomach A couple months ago This was not rush But something changed I've adjusted Now my pulse is barely budget. I fucked your mama On a dragon in a dungeon Your mama loved it But for me it wasn't fun It's time a dozen This is the hero's repercussion But so the ultimate boom But lo and behold Got multiple boom. Suddenly it's joyless It feels pointless Nevertheless I fucked your mama On a toilet I fucked your mama In a pond filled with koi fish I fucked your mama With the antidote Monte Good am gonna Wait, is it
1: fading out? Or yeah, yeah. That, that's a booth fade. Rob Tancham R-O-B-T-A-N-C-H-E. Oh, like, oh, shit, this is like so a he, he just booth faded out because he's got nine more minutes yeah. of it. because well, like, he could just
2: keep going forever. Yeah. He's like, tapioca pudding. I fucked your mama in
1: Afghanistan, then back again, and a couple countries impacted by the travel ban. He became very self-aware at the end there. No, at the end, that's what I was like. At the end, it was like, he lost his joyless and pointless, and I
2: fucked the toilet. He's like, he doesn't know. All right, that's been harmless in in town we're gonna we're gonna
1: booth fade out thank you so much neil berkeley let's find that guy and and bring him in oh yeah Yeah. that's that's gorgeous shit rob thank you for that we love you all